The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. That's scary. No. <laughs> Doesn't have to be. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it can be. Mistakes can be made. But I mean, things could slip in, but, you know. <laughs> Are you recording? <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Fuck. Yeah, dude, I always, I always start. That way we could get all of our, all the weird shit, all the weird shit that we say. I was only kind of half serious about the flipping. Just for the record. I was only I serious. see that you're avoiding eye contact. Well, and you wait, wait, wait. So, so what you're saying is you were only serious. You weren't serious about the flipping? Well, because I'm serious about this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Damn, that's, that's scary. scary. What what? Shit. Who are we doing are we doing something new here? Who is that? Really? What? What is going on? I, I think know. there was a there was a creep. I didn't like that very much. A creep okay. came in here for a minute. A cre- a creep? A Cretan. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us uh, with Tro March. 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 Yeah. We should yeah. probably figure out what we're going to do at the end of that. Probably. Whoa. Yeah. I, I, I think that's it. Just throw our arms yeah. up in the air. I think we all kind of get confused. Party over here. Fuck you over there. Well, because well, uh, that's always been it my motto. Like, it gets like, a, a, I don't know, it's weird because it's like short and then. You say, whoa, we try to follow his lead, and then he says it. My lead? Yeah, man, you're the one who started chant. Yeah, I started it, but I'm not going to be the one to finish it. I'm not really a natural chanter, I'm realizing. No. Huh. This doesn't, uh, this doesn't flow uh, naturally. Yeah, and I guess, I guess throwing our arms up in the air doesn't really work either, considering this is like an a, audio. Yeah, well, no you know what the problem is? I think, yeah. I think we care too much. Uh, yeah. And if you're going to throw your hands in the air, that just doesn't, that doesn't jive. No, because you're supposed to wave them around like you just don't care. Yeah, so we're when, fucked from the get-go. And we aren't true players either, so we can't, we can't, we can't do it. Oh, hey, speak hey, hey, for hey. yourself. Yeah, oh, buddy. Okay. <laughs> this last guy that called me not a true player. <laughs> <laughs> well, pardon fucking me. Got a stern talking to. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying Tro March so far. Uh, so far, I don't know if you guys have been checking out our boys, the Slasher Podcast. Uh, I know they just had an episode drop, which was uh, Rabid Grannies. And it was incredible. It was mm. granny riffing. I say so myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awful lot of grannies, and they were awfully rabid in there. Uh, guys, what's going on? Uh, a couple things I wanted to talk about before we get into the movie of the day, and that was Will. Do you remember a couple weeks ago we watched the trailer for the slasher flick Lucky? And it kind of yeah. looked like it was like a Groundhog's Day type thing, maybe a little bit of a Happy Death Day yeah. type type gimmick. Yeah, we were really excited about it. I was so excited about this. I had a chance to watch it. and Oh, it's out? Yeah, and it is probably one of my least favorite movies I've watched. Uh, this year uh, really? yeah this what? year including last year even the year before that i hated the movie so much uh it was just smacking you in the face with its message and uh the whole message oh, is okay. is like don't call women crazy uh i mean you it shouldn't. was no, no you exactly should but it was just it was so much unless they're actually crazy and then it, it's like you're just being honest uh, yeah right <laughs> the whole movie was just Full of metaphors and a message and social commentary. This is and why you hate Jordan Peele, too, though. I, it is. Well, I don't hate Jordan you Peele. You hate Jordan Peele? I don't hate Jordan Peele. I just don't like... like, like, like how can you hate Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele? I don't like us. 
I didn't say I hated him. I hate the movie Us. I don't I, think that makes me hate him. I like Us. I the like, movie like fucking us sucked. What did you like about it? I like Jordan Peele. The message. I like jo- <laughs> Yeah, perhaps you don't understand the message. <laughs> message? <laughs> I just I would like to point out that Will held up his hands like an Italian, like after he just got done pouring sauce on your spagoot. Yeah, <laughs> spagoot. The message, mm, Mamma Mia. Uh, Lucky, <laughs> Lucky was god awful. It it just sucked. Bad message. It sucked <laughs> so bad. I would have preferred Groundhog's Day type thing. It was just like a killer showing up to this house every night to kill. To kill this chick. I mean, the way you guys described it, it sounded pretty good. That's what I'm saying. It, dude, the trailer looked so good for the movie. Yeah. And then watching the movie itself. and But, like, it was one of those flicks where I had to keep watching because I wanted to know what the fucking payoff was. Yeah. The payoff. I mean, that's usually a sign of a good movie. Well, don't spoil it. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, not spoiling I, I it. I am just going to say that the payoff was not worth it and it was absolute gar- garbage. So, okay. the, so the main character wasn't lucky in the end? That was the point. Everyone does the whole like, oh, you're awfully lucky. Hey, yeah, you're pretty lucky. And then she has a meltdown that she's not lucky, that she's a hardworking woman, and she got to where she is because she isn't lucky. I, I, I don't know. It was, oh, I see it was a thing. She, it was a thing. She monologued. Yeah, and she would kill the the killer would come, and she would end up killing it by like stabbing him in the back. And then there were people in her life where she would see like. A knife scar exactly where she stabbed the guy, uh, like, in, in someone's back. And it's like, where'd you get that scar from? And the guy, the person would just be like, what scar? What are you talking about? That's weird. I don't have a scar. I think I've always had it. You think you're being kind of crazy right now. Like, you need to, are you okay? Are we okay? Like, that was the whole fucking movie. So there was a, lot, a whole lot of gaslighting. So much gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. Gaslighting isn't okay. And then no. there is a, no, it's not. I've heard. But, I've heard that term thrown around quite a bit. Especially uh, now, I don't know what it fucking means. To be honest. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really. It's exactly making sure. somebody making like, somebody out like it's it's your it's your fault. The way yeah, this like, person like, are, like, I know what it's like. Oh, they're fucking crazy. I know what it means. I just don't totally understand like why it's called that. Like, I couldn't what, tell you. Like how does how does the term gaslighting, gaslighting? equate to that? Do I I there, don't. There's I don't probably know. some really really like odd etymology behind that. I have no idea. Where um, it goes back to like. Back in the day, back in the 1850s, we used to use a gaslight to tell people they were crazy. You know, it's, <laughs> it's probably something like that. But it, it well, just seems like, like an odd term. It's like that term. The rabbit done died is supposed to be like, oh, she's pregnant. Oh yeah, I say that all the time. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a term like in like the 70s and 80s, I guess. Okay. Uh, you know, like when Steven Tyler says, "You can't catch me because the rabbit done died." Oh yes. When Steven Tyler says you can't get STDs if you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Going down. <laughs> Steven Tyler is a horror movie. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, one more thing that I, I did watch over the weekend, which is also on Shudder, Dark and the Wicked. That movie is fucking great. It's like, if you're sick of Blumhouse and you're sick of The Conjuring and shit like that, this is the movie like you need in your life. This is the cure to the Blumhouse. It is, it is the cure to the Blumhouse, and the movie is just fucking great. I highly recommend it. I can't say enough good things about the movie. A lot of dread. A lot of fucking, lot of fucking dread. A lot of grief. Dread. And uh, I know you made fun of me for this, but it's nihilistic horror. Oh yeah, that I I would I would love for you to explain that term, please. Uh, because they don't give a fuck how you feel. 
All right. Isn't that like, and, like or most anything. horror is pretty nihilistic though, right? I don't know. No, no, because there's always like that little like, uh, like what I say about the Conjuring movies, how the movies always end with like, we love each other so much. Fuck you, demon. This is your name. And love is going to beat you. So you're talking about the end of it. Uh, even that too. Yeah, dude. Fuck you, big spider. We will kick you over. Because we love each other. <laughs> and end. we all came in this girl back when we were teens. Um. So they, they actually did. That's yeah. They totally did. Uh, Jesus, this is old news. Yeah, yeah. Come Everyone on. knows Come about on. that. Yeah, we all know Stephen King does a bunch of coke. And know about Stephen has King. Has little kid orgies in his books. For the record, um, we don't believe that. No, that's actually what happened. Oh, the books. Oh yeah, that was yeah. in. That was in. That it. was in. That was in the book. Oh right. Okay, so they did. That's, all right. Okay. It's not really yeah. a matter of belief. So they, they changed it. They changed it in the movie yeah. where it's like, "Hey, let's be blood brothers." When really, it's like, "Hey, to form a pact, let's all come in her." For what I would call obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Dibs on last. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, let's just say uh, the, dark. The the unrated version of that movie is going to be very different. <laughs> I think it's going to be an Horizon type thing where it's just never going to be. Found. Yeah, it'll yeah. be only available on the dark web for like Have you ever a been million like, and a half dollars. Like gone on the dark web? No, uh, no, absolutely. No. I, I stay away from me. that shit. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know what the hell's going to pop up. I'm afraid of the dark. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, but the dark and the wicked, very good. Everyone should check that out. It's on Shutter. Okay. If you want to watch Lucky just to say you fucking watched it, go for it, whatever. It's an hour and 20 minutes, but it felt like three hours. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> I am too. Dark and the Wicked. I... Yeah, oh, fuck. A lot of dread. Because I believe in empowerment. There are... <laughs> I like... Unlike our friend Micah over here, who message. seems to think that gaslighting is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Enjoy the hour and 20 minutes of titless boredom. <laughs> the message. The message. Watch message. it for watch it for the message. <laughs> Greg, do you uh Greg Will, do you guys check anything out this week? I did. Um I did too, but it wasn't like horror related though. Go no. for it, Will. I, I finally watched like, Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Yeah. Getting ready for the next one, which is gonna be yeah. directed by Sam Raimi, so right. that's that's relevant. Yeah. It's it's it, it was um You guys I, like I was, WandaVision? I was, I was told it was like <laughs> Wrong show, man. Uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> 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 Greg doesn't like most things. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know that is depressingly accurate. <laughs> yep. I'll just, I'll just real say, nihilist over here. Yeah, I'll just say it was, I like it was, nihilistic it was, life. It was very, it was very good, but it wasn't like the best Marvel movie I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mads Mikkelsen is in it, who played Hannibal. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, Swinton, who yes. was in that, who was in the Suspiria remake. So yep. was that the one with Fat Thor? No. no, no, that was uh, um, end game. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. You're thinking of the trauma movie we watched today. Oh, oh, yeah. With fat a, Thor's in there with a flesh, flesh Joe Flesh Fleshinger, Fat Fatinger. That yeah, fat, whatever his name that is. Fat motherfucker, may he rest in peace. <laughs> sure. <laughs> as as we previously stated, the fat guy from trauma. The fat guy from trauma. And I think he wears that as a badge of honor. I don't feel he like does. That's an he has to. Him. Yeah, he absolutely does. Uh, Greg, would you check anything out, man? I did actually. Um, an oldie but a goodie. Well, not too old, but a classic. Uh, of the modern era, I watched Zombievers once again. Oh, oh shit. God! You know John Mayer's in that. It's so he good. Is. It's so good. Is it? Um, it's, have you seen it, Will? Yes. What do you, so what do you mean? Is it? Is it? You've, if you've seen it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it, dude. Before. I love Zombievers. Oh, What's happening? It had no right being as good as it was. You know what? What really struck it's me? So good. We gotta watch it again because I haven't seen it. In watch it again. It's, so it's everything it, I like. It is good in a way that's not like B movie good. 
it's good in a way where the writing is actually like clever. And oh, funny. totally. And like the the dialogue and everything is it's like high quality for what it is. Yeah. But the subject matter is just dumb. Zombie <laughs> beavers. So that great. that whole juxtaposition okay. is it just works so well for me. Yeah, all right. I, I gotta watch it again. I love I, it. I remember watching it and be like, this is the Worst piece of trash I've ever seen. No, see, this is the thing. Like you, you don't like stuff like this. Yeah, you like. But you remember? Movies. Okay, now, now here's the it's thing. Very all right, tongue in cheek, but it's it's kind of it's a step above trash, though. Okay, like, it's when, not total trash. Like it, it's it's got a decent budget. It's got a again. Uh, it's got production value. And again, I, I watched it before we started doing this show, so I don't like. Uh, I, I do appreciate like trash, but good stuff. Well, you know by now that I would never lie to you. You need to watch this again. Let's see, I don't know. <laughs> I trust them. It's it's. Yeah. <laughs> you, I don't think you should. Well, let me put it this way: there's zombie beavers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's tits. Oh, there's plenty of oh, well, plenty yeah. of tits. Yeah, it's a good. There's a plethora of them. Right. A plethora, uh, plethora of tits. To give you an example, Will, I've now I have a feeling you probably watched Zombie Beavers alone. No, I watched it with um. I think it was that, uh, we um I think Aaron and I actually watched it together. And, okay, um, so your yeah, girlfriend like, she's like, she's not real that's not really her speed either though. No. Well, this is uh, a movie you have to watch with people. Okay. Like, if you that's, watch it by yourself it's it's you know it's still good but you got to have people around to enjoy it together. It's like okay. the the one thing like I'm noticing in this it's a month, fun movie. So far watching four fucking trauma movies in a matter of 2 weeks okay. is actually is, I, I feel like my brain is decaying. Yeah. Um but like cuz I'm watching it alone with a notebook like my wife just refuses to watch this shit. Uh it actually we, surprises me that she's not she's not interested. Yeah, right? Uh no, she just she stands firm against trauma. She hates it. I'm, well, yeah, I, can, like, I can understand why. Like, it's sort of against everything that she believes in. I, not really, but uh, but like, will to give you like an example of like why movies like this are so much fun to like watch together. Do you remember watching Street Trash with me and getting drunk? Yes. Yeah, and I feel like that was a good time. Well, Greg, I, maybe you were there for that. I think no, I think no, that we, had, we no so. no no we had another yeah we you and another buddy yeah yeah we had somebody else with us yeah. but Someone like who, you were sucks more than me probably you were <laughs> <laughs> equal um right, so that's fine I'll take that uh but street trash I know for a fact if you were to watch street trash alone you would hate it but the fact that we watched it as a group and we and were having we, a good time and when we were drinking about, yeah. yeah uh and I know I know how much you love like the shoplifting scene too um yeah. It's I I feel it's like scene. movies movies like that are meant to be watched with a, an audience. Point being, trauma is for lovers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you check anything else out? I did actually. Um, our old friend uh, Xavier Gens. Is that right? Gens Gans. Gens. Not really totally sure how to pronounce his name. Gens. Gens. Sure. Gens. I don't give a shit. With a Z. Uh, anyway, directed Frontiers, which we reviewed earlier. And might I recommend to the people out there... Frontiers is great. Might be one of our best shows. That was really good. That was a good one. Yeah. That was an amusing one. A funny one. One you should listen to. Anyway, in the interest of saving time... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I watched one of his newer films, which I think I believe it's from 2018. It is called Cold Skin. And it was great, I have to Cold say. Cold Skin? Yes. I believe that was... What is that about, buddy? It's about fish monsters in the Antarctic Circle. What? What the fuck? Yeah. Very different. Very new. Not something that I've seen before. So that's kind of what drew me in. What kind of fish monsters are we talking? Like humanoid or like... Well, we're, we're, we're talking about the era. I want to say it was early 1900s. 
uh, right around, uh, I want to say it's right around the onset of World War One. if I, if I interpret no that shit. right. Uh, and we have a secluded lighthouse, which I know Micah really enjoys. Amen. What, <laughs> what goes on in the basements of those things. Um, we have a, a gentleman being shipped down to a remote island in the Antarctic Circle. Uh, I, I believe his job is like some kind of like weather documentation or some shit. Some, some like meaningless bureaucratic post uh, where he's being put there to serve for a year by okay. himself. And uh, he's stationed in a tiny house next to a lighthouse where a madman lives. Hmm. And we slowly, you know, everybody else leaves. It's just the two of these guys. And we, we slowly understand why one man is mad. Uh, we watch the, the new guys slow descent into madness and depravity as they uh, fight off fish monsters nightly. What? Oh shit! It's an interesting movie. It sounds like it. And I mean, you remember the the general uh, look and quality of Frontiers? Oh yeah, it's it's on that level. Really? It's like a well shot film. It's well acted. Is it French? No, it's all it's in English. It is okay. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't have to watch it without subtitles <laughs> this time. Um, but I would recommend it. I would definitely recommend it. Solid right. five out of five. Really? Mm-hmm. Cold skin. Cold skin. All right. Everybody. And I believe it was on. Um, I think it was on Tubi. Or not to be. Might have been on Amazon. It was on one of the streaming services for free because I just randomly found it and I was like, sure, let's talk about Fossum? Fuck Fossum. Yeah. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> just worst. for the record. If anyone out there is considering downloading the Fossum app in order to watch free shit. Fucking don't. Which we all did last night to watch Kabuki Man, I think. No, I, I did and I deleted it and I ended up paying for it. Because there were. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There were no fewer than 700 commercials. In an hour and a half movie. It wasn't even the commercials. It was in between the commu- commercials. It had that screen where it just said Fossum and it said, your your movie will start shortly. Yeah. And I just would like sit there staring at it like, what the fuck? I would rather watch a commercial than this blank screen. Fossum is trash. Don't, yeah. get, don't get sucked in by the offers of free films. Fossum, you anuses. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll get better with time. Yeah, it won't. Eh, we'll give him, I, I might give him a second chance, but for right now, two thumbs down, Fossum. All right. You're an awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. We are getting Can we closer. Make that a thing? Can we start saying awesome? Fuck no. Okay. Uh, we are, Fair enough. We are getting closer and closer to the Child's Play TV series, which will be on Sci-Fi and the USA Network. Yeah. Uh, of course, Jennifer Tilly has been cast uh, to reprise the role of Tiffany. And Devin Sawa. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And Devin Sawa has been cast in the role also. We don't really know what part he's going to be playing in the show. Um. Uh, Honestly, I don't think it matters. No, I, I think it's kind of wild that Devin Sawa has like this resurgence. It's he's Renaissance, he's yeah. coming back, man. And oh, it's yeah. uh, with a vengeance. Uh, yeah, yeah, he absolutely. Sawsome. 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 You could uh, okay. You could do that. Can we do that? Can we yeah, do that? I'm good with that. Okay. Sawsome. Devin Sawa was in that uh, the movie with John Travolta, the fanatic, uh, recently. Which we all know is a modern classic. Oh yeah. I, it was fun. It was awkward. It was, but it was supposed to be awkward. It was supposed to make you feel weird. It was hilarious in the sense that it was a thing that should never have been made. Yeah. And I think that's what I enjoyed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Some decent gore effects, though. I mean, Devin Sawa is going to be in the new Glenn Danzig movie. Which we're all very excited about. I am so thrilled for that. I will be having a party for that movie. It's called, like, like the pale murder vampire in the house of The house of pale fuckers. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Okay. Uh, Let me ask you a, a quick question. When you say you're going to have a party to watch this movie, 
do you actually mean you're going to sit on your couch and watch it alone while we try to call you? Yeah, probably. I'll probably end up taking edibles and forget to call you guys. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, it's kind of my thing. Uh, Vamp. Vampirella yep. is going to be getting her own live action series. She is. Back it's, in the 90s. Great news. Yeah, back in the 90s, Roger Corman did a Vampirella uh, movie, and it just didn't – it wasn't good. Um, so this is uh, new. There's not much to know about it, where it's going to be streaming, anything like that. Uh, but I, I, I know I, I put some fillers out there like, hey, who do you think should play the, the, the titular – if, I, if you don't mind me stealing that from you, Greg. Oh, uh, by all means. And that's I. Uh, who do you think should be cast as Vampirella? Me? Yeah, Greg. Well, the obvious choice. Elvira. God damn it, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give it a little finesse. Oh, bullshit. Okay. But yeah, fucking Cassandra Peterson. Really? That's my answer to everything, man. <laughs> I can't separate her from Elvira, though. I think she's just Elvira. You know what she should she do? Can't, she shouldn't take on another... Uh... She should play Elvira in Vampirella, and it'll be a fucking great movie. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, Will, so you're same with that? Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> I would love, uh, depending on like how they're going with the series, which I imagine can't be taken seriously... I would love if uh, Diana Prince, Darcy the Male Girl, Ooh, uh, yeah. took hey. on that part. Throw some uh, some latex on her. That's a good answer. And Absolutely, bam, yeah. there you go. Okay, I'll take my, my previous answer of Elvira. And yeah, I, I think it'll be, it would be fan service to fanboys. Uh, I'm still holding fan strong with, uh, with Peterson. <laughs> ah, come on, man. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, someone's got to back Peterson. <laughs> if you guys aren't going to. Clearly, you're not fans. <laughs> Guys, uh, one more thing that I wanted to I wanted to put over is on March 18th, premiering on Shudder, there is a movie called Slacks. That's S-L-A-X-X, which is following smart genes. Okay. Which I think is a good idea. All right. So Always it's, uh, follow smart genes. There's <laughs> smart genes in the sense that there's like, well, yeah, you're like smart genes, like G E N E S or J denim. Okay. Let me spell it. All right. That's fine. Den- I could, I could just stop you. Uh, smart genes. Yeah. Yeah. Smart genes. Uh, so I've always these... thought the smart genes were the Jordash. Uh, you're thinking of Wranglers, the choice of the thinking man. Well, the working man is Wrangler, and good luck getting a boner wearing a pair of Wranglers. Uh, oh, that's, that's abrasive. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. Well, they're built tough. Uh, don't try it on me. Yeah. Uh, they're designed to form a callus on the tip of your penis. Oh, especially if you go to a strip club. Yeah, this is, uh, this is one of the unknown benefits of the Wrangler. Slacks follows these smart genes that eventually end up killing people i uh, watched the trailer for it there is a scene where a woman gets hung by her jeans the whole thing behind the jeans are it's like these are new jeans designed to fit your body perfectly are these like soviet counterfeit smart jeans whatever does this take place in now oh <laughs> i think they still do that don't they in soviet russia jeans wear you yeah they they, <laughs> they import uh soviet levi's <laughs> what levis you buy Levis. <laughs> well, the trailer for... I, I got nothing on that one, man. The trailer for Slacks is okay. out. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks kind of like... Kind of has like a chopping mall feel to it. Sure. But you instead know, of the robots, they're jeans. You know what this is making me think of? That movie with the fucking tire? Rubber. They, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I read the article about <laughs> rubber. it, they... Ru- rubber. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> you get yourself they, some rubber. 
They compare, they compare it to rubber. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm pumped for it, but I don't know. Maybe I'll be fucking let down again like I've been getting let down left and right by all these shit fuck horror movies that are okay. coming out. Hey. Sorry. That's, Chin sorry. up, buddy. I guess down. I'm just being real nihilistic over here. Yeah, let's, <laughs> all right. Come, let's, let's. They'll come back. Glenn Danzig will save us. God, I hope so. Don't you? Who? Are, him. Him of all people. That's who I have to look forward to. Like, I don't, sa- save I don't, us, save us, Glenn. I don't really like your tone right now. I, you know what? I don't like my tone either. I have complete faith in one Glenn Danzig. Yeah. And if you doubt him, you need to die. Did I say I was doubting him? Jesus I think it's Christ. more of the fact that I'm more excited about his movie than anything else right now. I heard the doubt in your voice. Friend. There was literally no doubt. And as an acolyte of the Dark Lord himself, I may have to carry out his business. Okay, he's not a again. Dark Lord. He's Spooky Elvis. Yeah, that's a lot more comedic. That's really yeah. accurate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will, what do you got there, Ben? He never wears a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you guys know about the uh, about the, uh, the Evil Dead sequel, right? Yeah, man. Well, Evil Dead Evil Rises. Dead 2. Evil Dead, right? Yeah. Evil Dead, Dead Rise, anyway. Evil okay. Dead well, Rise, not, yeah. Right. Um, so apparently, uh, Bruce Campbell just tweeted that the movie is going to take place as um, it's going to take place in the um, in the woods like usual, but it's also going to take place in New Zealand. Oh, it is in the woods. Yeah, it's in the outback. Really, I uh, see a report that I read a couple months back was that it was supposed to take place in a building. Okay, well, like according to iHorror, yeah, this is, this is a I just I just picked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, a lot of horror movies take place in buildings. What, what exactly are we talking about? Okay, you know how like the a building, like an actual like skyscraper type thing. I that's the original thing I read was that it was going to take place in like a like a building apartment complex. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so, okay. that makes a lot more sense to me. <laughs> Instead of a cabin in the woods, <laughs> like there's there's going to be a structure in this one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So according to I horror, they'll be in um, it. It says that means that the, next entry, the next entry, <laughs> the, the next entry, the next entry of the franchise will take place in the woods as well as in an urban setting. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's a whole, like, new environment for the whole series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that opens up all kinds of possibilities. Mm-hmm. I like the sound of that. Yeah, man. I'm okay with that. Uh, there's still no release date, though, so we just have to wait until... I don't even think they started filming right. it yet. So is, this a, is, yeah. is it a series or a, a film? Uh, it's it's a, movie. a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you not been on the show lately? <laughs> I, I never really understand what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> As I told you earlier, I, I'm struggling to read. That's it, Greg. Point. I'm leaving. <laughs> I've always been illiterate. <laughs> no, don't go. Let's be slamming the door just like you. <laughs> Micah, Got those, where'd he go? <laughs> Got those paper doors just like in Kabuki Man. <laughs> and uh, and then real quick, up, uh, n- more news. A Quiet Place 2 is, has been moved up from September to May. So there's that. A Quiet Place was cool, but it's just so, and I think I said it before on this show, it's so goddamn far-fetched in the sense that everybody should be fucking dead. Like, what happens when you fart? What happens, yeah. like, well, you like know what? it's like, it's like a Shyamalan I kind snore, of thing, yeah. You know, where it's, it's, the concept sounds decent on paper, but then when you actually think about it. It oh, falls yeah. apart quick. Eventually, you're going to get a cold. You're going to be sneezing and coughing. Dead. You're, you're dead. You're, you're, you're fucking dead. dead. Yeah. If you're gonna, they're, they're all walking through the woods, like, crunching leaves and stepping on gravel and stuff. Yeah, just because you took your shoes off doesn't make it any better. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I'm here for it. It was, a, it was fun to watch, but just so stupid at the same time. Yeah, I like I I the first one a lot. Yeah, I didn't hate the first one. Yeah. But I feel like a sequel... 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. Probably I don't isn't going to improve on it. Because I, I think the sequel's supposed to be a prequel too, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, because Krasinski isn't in it. It's a. It's supposed to be a sequel. I guess they're going to have parts that are prequel. Parts, oh, is that okay? Yeah, like yeah, the initial, okay. hey, this is when they fucking come and start. Just so he can be in it a little bit? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I like John Krasinski. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's great awesome. in the office. I, I, honestly, like Quiet Place, the first one really wasn't bad. No. It's just, I mean, I, you're probably not supposed to think about it too much. No. But if you really do analyze it, it falls apart. Like like what we do every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what every horror fan in the fucking world does right. when they see a movie. So, yeah. Yeah. it's I, I, I love this genre so much. I'm so happy, like, the shit that we get and whatever. But then also when I talk about a movie like Lucky, like, it's also... It's, it's not as bad as Star Wars, I guess. But horror fans, I feel, will never truly be satisfied. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it's just... A lot of nerds in the horror audience. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fucking nerd a myself. Of, a lot of scientists. <laughs> <laughs> I do science every day. I'm constantly experimenting. <laughs> <laughs> do we have anything else newsworthy? Um, what do you got, Gary? Well, you guys see Zombievers? <laughs> <laughs> I hear John Mayer was in that. Oh, yeah. That was like ecological science. Environmental <laughs> science. Real yeah. real protest movie there. What happens when you throw toxic waste into an old beaver dam? You get Toxic Avenger, but beaver-wise. No, that's not bad. No. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Good shit. Well, I guess there's just one thing to do before we get into the movie of the week, and mm. that is to apologize. <laughs> Uh, I guys, I'm gonna go first. Um, I want to apologize for even thinking of this fucking idea to cover trauma for an entire month. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. I feel like trauma is something of like a palate cleanser, something that you watch once in a while. I, I feel watched, like it's, it's a thing that that you need a palate cleanser for. Mm. I honest. have watched four trauma movies in two weeks, and I feel like I'm getting dumber i feel like my brain is actually melting mm. i do love trauma but good god this may be too much and this is only the second movie that we're we're reviewing for the month so i just want to apologize to our listeners that are stuck going along with us and watching these trauma movies i am so sorry that we can actually blame this on the slasher guys no because it was my idea and oh, i approached uh, you i approached the slasher podcast for this i would love to you know what we should do fucking gaslight him <laughs> can we can we is that is that okay that's just more to a, i don't know if that's okay or not but but that's uh that's where i'm at guys uh will do you have anything you want to get off your chest buddy um yeah yeah all right so i know i, I apologize for this last week um but my uh Hobbits. Elves. Yes. Yes and yes. Elves are tall. Oh, shit. Mm, are they? Well, I know they have I, tall I, ears. I, 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 I just apologize for my immaturity <laughs> with those uh, with the words that I used last week. And I, I also apologize um, for um, these movies that we were watching. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you have nothing to do with that. No. 
Well, no. were you were you the best boy on set of Sergeant Kabuki Man? I didn't actually watch <laughs> the, uh, yes. the credits, but yeah, good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Great. Well, I forgive you. Thank you. Yeah, you are forgiven. That's beautiful. I feel really we found some resolution here. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So anyway, I guess I'm up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're all looking at me like, <laughs> like this asshole certainly has something to apologize for. This is nothing new, but here we go. Uh, this week I did something terrible, you guys. Something uh, that I would call irredeemable, unforgivable, really. Uh, something I deeply regret and probably will for the rest of my life. Okay. I read a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, shit. I know. I'm a bad person. I'm sorry. I didn't know at the time how inappropriate it was, but in retrospect, it's all very obvious. It's not just the words or the insensitive illustrations, but the overall message that is problematic. Okay. One book in particular stands out as the worst of the worst. I think you, you may know what I'm talking about here. Okay. Hop on Pop is not only a trivialization of the violent act of jumping upon one's own father, but also encourages it. As if our society wasn't already plagued by aggressive paternal acrobatic assault that diabolical and insidious hack of an author just had to fuck with our kids through imaginative drawings and whimsical rhyme mm-hmm. i'm tired of filth like hop on pop okay. corrupting our youth oh, contributing to the epidemic of warped spines among the male parents of our great nation okay. i deeply apologize for reading such trash and I promise to never not do that thing I just said again. Okay. Fuck you, Seuss. Oh, shit. You aren't welcome here anymore. All Stay right. out of America. Jesus. If I had my way, I'd erase all of your books from this beautiful, pure, innocent, flat earth. <laughs> Thank okay. you. All right. And I, 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 I want to I I I top that up with a, with a, with a quick rhyme. A, a, a limerick, if you will. Please do. One fish, two fish... Rare fish, blue fish. Knick knack, paddywhack. Give a dog a bone. Two thousand zero zero zero. Potty over. Oops, out of time. My bacon smelling fine. <laughs> All I, right. I don't understand a word you just said. <laughs> that was okay. There but you I go. I feel like that is the appeal of Doctor Seuss. Mm-hmm. Well, beautiful. All right, guys. And like, I, I respect your restraint in not busting out a, a dice for that one. A di- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! We fucked it up. <laughs> hey, hey! You want some ham and eggs? Shit. Suck my dick! <laughs> Shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, you knew this was gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> All right, I guess that just leaves us with one thing, and that is to jump in. Dick first into the movie of the week, which is Kabuki Man. Sergeant, Sergeant Kabuki, Kabuki Man. Man, NYPD. Yes. Get the name right. Uh, For fuck's sake. This, I know. I'm sorry. Shit. The credentials. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shame on me. Uh, this was Greg's- Mary Joseph and Jonah. I don't oh, know. I don't think that's right. No, it's not. Yeah, jo- the whale guy? He got stuck Jonah, in a whale for Jonah a minute. Whale? Was it a few years? Jonah the whale? Noah. Jo- You're thinking of Jonah Hill. Wasn't, was the whale's name Jonah? No, I think Jonah was the guy inside of the whale. 
I knew a guy named Jonah who was inside of a dolphin once. Really? That's pretty hot. Oh. Yeah, they're one of the few species who... Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, Kabo- Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, which I guess would be one of the essential trauma movies. Uh, one, uh, one of the essential... When you think of like characters in, in trauma, obviously the first thing that comes to your mind is, is Toxie. Sure. Okay. And I would say second would be Joe Fleshager, the fat, tubby, lubby piece of fucking lard-ass shit. Uh, Nukem High May is certainly a classic. I, I'm talking characters. Uh, and then I would say, like, the third character that, like, comes up into trauma is Kabuki Man. For sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, a big one. Yeah. Recurring, even. Greg, why did you pick this movie? Because I love it. Yeah? Okay. Sure. Love yep. everything about it. Right. I was a big fan the first time I saw it, way back when. Still a big fan now. <laughs> okay. Might be one of the greatest uh, greatest drum films ever made. Okay. And I think it stands up uh, with the best of them. With Toxie, with Nukem High, with, uh, I don't know, what, what would you even say is the third best? Terraformer was the first, so you got it wrong. Okay. Well, I let's go like not Toxic Avenger, accurate. Nukem High, Kabuki Man. Sure. Top, top three. Fuck sure. Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. Honestly, yeah. That's that's pretty accurate. I'm um, terror firmer. I fucking love terror firmer. You guys are cucks. Okay. Well, I am a cuck. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, I know. I know. It's okay though. It's a lifestyle choice. I watched terror firmer and I got my penis stuck in the VCR. That is this very uh, awkward. Information. Yeah. Okay. That is information. I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's the correct response. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man's really cool. I love that. Uh, I love the story behind it. So back in like like uh, what was that eighty nine when they were filming uh, Toxic Avenger Part Three mm. when they were at, like actually in Japan. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman was approached. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hers they were uh, approached by Namco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the actual company Namco, and they were just like, "Hey, we want to give you guys a bunch of money." Which is more money than Troma has ever gotten to yes. ba- like back a movie before to expand on our new favorite character. Yes, essentially, they wanted Kabuki Man to be not just like a single movie, but they wanted to make like a whole Kabuki Man franchise. Yes, what? they saw him pop up in. Uh, you said it was part three. Yeah, I can never were, remember. I, it's, it's it two was, or three, but shit, it was one of the ones when they were in Japan. But he pops up in that movie. His, uh, I believe, his name was Kabuki Boy. Mm. Okay, but uh, they basically said we want to see more of this guy because he is great, and I agree and have always agreed. I think Kabuki Man is a beautiful character, okay, well. an entertaining concept, and just the pinnacle of filmmaking perception, perfection. Yeah, because perception. You said perfection. perfection. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. You know uh, what it is? It's because I'm full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a rough one. It it was uh, but te- very entertaining. Tetsuo Fujimura and Masaya Nakamura of Namco they they presented the idea to take Kabuki Man and uh, to Kaufman and uh, and Michael Hers uh, to make this to not just make a movie but make a whole franchise behind it. They wanted, but they also wanted Kabuki Man to be geared towards children. Yes, they didn't want. Were you aware of this? Well, this, I know that this. Um... The Kabuki Man movies, I think it's PG-13, right? No. No. No? No. No, God, no. What fucking movie did you watch? Why did I think that? I don't know. They show tits in, like, the like, first minute. You literally. 
You know what? And then little kids get stabbed to death. <laughs> they can I'm, shake the fuck up. I'm quickly retracting that statement. For so, I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, there's there's so much bad shit in this well, no, movie. Okay, so there there are there's there, drug use. There are. I, I think I'm just trying to sugarcoat it. Like, no, you know no, what, guys, this ain't bad. This no, you're right. Like, there, there there are two kinds of it. There is a PG-13 version and there's a rated R version. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so I Will did, knows what I'm talking about. I yeah. did watch this movie on the USA Network when I was little, but I remember watching it like in the daytime. It wasn't one of the USA Up All Night movies back when the USA Network was cool in the 90s um it was like after wrestling uh on like a sunday morning or like a saturday morning and the uh, the afternoon motion picture was kabuki man yeah they had two versions like the live wire it was before Livewire was, was a it? thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, and they, they played like the PG-13 version of Kabuki Man. Yeah, the TV version. The, the TV version, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, which was cool that they like actually were able to syndicate Kabuki Man. But it was uh, hers and Namco. They were just like, yo, make this gear towards kids. And Kaufman was... This is one thing, like, I will give it up to Lloyd Kaufman. It might be idiotic of him because they probably could have made a lot of money and actually built a franchise around Kabuki Man. Well, nothing he's ever done is idiotic, honestly. Lloyd Lloyd Kaufman, like, he stuck to... Very good. He stuck to his guns, and he stayed true and was like, Nope, we're going to keep drug use in, we're going to keep it ultraviolet, and we're going to keep tits in the movie. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, right. I I applaud him for that. Absolutely. So it was very Troma-esque, and that actually caused a lot of issues on set between Namco, who uh, Troma already got the money from them, and obviously Michael Hurst, too, who was, I guess, more of a... uh, a business type guy mm-hmm. as than uh, than Lloyd Kaufman was. Well, he's a little more of an actor. So he okay. Was, so he wasn't a businessman. He was a businessman. Sure. Was businessman. Do business. Right. Uh, the movie also business. stemmed. They were trying to get uh, a TV show in the works too. One of the cartoons uh, in the same vein as Toxic Crusaders. Sure. Were, were you aware of this? Did trying, you Did trying you watch to. this? I'm pretty sure that they actually did. No. No? They tried. Yeah, it, uh, it fell happen, through. I don't think. It, it didn't actually oh, happen. Okay. They made a pilot episode, which I can't find anywhere. Oh, uh, but there it. is, uh, right? There is a uh, a trailer for the Kabuki Man show. And it looks just like Toxic Crusaders. It's a cartoon? Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you didn't see this? No. Oh, no. man, we'll have no, to watch was, it later. I was lying. Yeah, oh. <laughs> but I would definitely watch that. I feel like this guy would make a great cartoon. Absolutely, he's just, he basically is a human cartoon in this movie. It's it's very close to Looney Tunes. Yeah, there's it's, a. I mean, a lot of the gags in the movie are straight up Looney Tunes gags. He gets flattened by a truck. It's <laughs> like it's like a real low budget mask. Oh, you know what? They that is one uh, one reference that I absolutely made towards the end of this one. Really? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. But this, shit, this movie can seriously be compared to. 1994's The Mask. Yeah, yes. wow. Oh, yeah, and this came out, what was this, like three years prior? 91, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So Holy I, I kind of I want to say this was late 80s, wasn't it? Uh, the, it was It was filmed in 90. Filmed in the late 80s and then released like worldwide. Like, yeah, widely yeah. in the 90s. Yes, yeah, 1991 was wow. uh, actually the, the debut for it. Yeah. Uh, the theatrical debut. Um, yeah, so I, I honestly think that this kind of played a part in Jim Carrey's The Mask. Yeah. I don't know, think about it. Yeah, it definitely did. That reluctant, goofy mm-hmm. uh, hero. Mean, yeah. Whoever. I mean, it's it's sort of a, sort of a classic Holy story. Shit, like you know, man, wow. man who comes upon some power and becomes a superhero. It's not exactly like a 
like a unique idea. No, I mean, if anything, they got some, this... some significant parallels with the mask. I would, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. If anything, they got the idea from the great American hero. Did I say that right? The Duke? Last action hero? John Wayne? Not last action hero. No, no, no. Look <laughs> at what's happened to me. He, John Wayne, what the fuck are you talking about? The great American hero. That's not what you think about when you... That's not where you go? What movie? Was that a movie? Show me that's mine. No, he's the hero. Head. No, he's not. No? He had 30 pounds of raw meat in his fucking ass when he died. No one else? Uh... No, no, the TV show. Right, La, the, uh, was it La, uh, great? Like, it's Great American Hero, right? Like grown pains? Fuck. How come I am I the only one that fucking knows this show? Are you talking about last, last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> that has that furlong, right? Oh, I fucking hope so. <laughs> but he was Austrian to to correct you. Ed Furlong? He was not American. <laughs> the, the last Austrian, the great Austrian <laughs> hero. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what happens to me. I can't believe it to myself. Yeah, if anything, Lloyd Kaufman got the idea for Kabuki Man from that shit, but he'll never fucking come out and admit it. No, why would he? No, there is a... That would cost him some money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, and there's one thing in the, the Kabuki Man movie that I want to talk about before we get into the characters, and that is the Kabuki flip. Okay. Might be my favorite flip. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, the, yeah. The car gag? Absolutely. All right. You have no idea what used, I'm talking about. Used and reused. There you go. You know what I'm talking about. We saw it last week. Yes. And we'll probably see it again. We absolutely <laughs> will. Um, it actually... It, it, see, the big trauma trope is is that this car gag has been around since the 70s, um, and it's in every single trauma movie. That's not correct. It's in, like, three trauma it's movies. It's in a couple. It's definitely yeah. in this one, Terra Firmer, and I don't remember what Tromeo else. and Juliet. Is that the and other then, one? And uh, then I think it, it popped up again in Citizen Toxic. But I assume this was um, might have been a mildly expensive stunt because they did wreck a car for it, so they were like, we're going to get a little mileage out of this. Pun so they used, they used the Thunderbird. Yeah. Because Thunderbirds were really easy to get a hold of. Uh, at the time in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm. I've heard that. Now it is a classic car that is impossible to fucking, uh, it's impossible to buy one because the owners are so just like, nope, I shine this thing up every day with a diaper and it's going to be my son's and it'll be his son's and we'll pass it down generation to generation, that kind of thing. Like at the time it was a who gives a fuck about these cars. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, the guy, uh, the guy behind the wheel, he was like, I, he was from Texas. He was a stuntman. It was actually was, John Wayne. I've heard. Yes, <laughs> uh, he was. He was definitely a cowboy. The dude. And they had uh, they had five cameras set up. Lloyd Kaufman was uh, Lloyd Kaufman was behind the one that was like in front of the crash. Right. Yep. Uh, so the cowboy, he fucking went in and floored it, and got way more hang time than they wanted. Uh, it was supposed to just kind of like almost skip over the car. It was and, just supposed uh, to kind of like flop over. Yeah. Instead, it launched, and Lloyd Kaufman he put himself in harm's way instead of the other guys because he doesn't. He's he he said in an interview that he doesn't really care about his well being, but he he entered exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg's making the motion of jerking off. Um. So you had five camera, five cameramen. Lloyd got the yeah. Lloyd got the main shot there, uh, and Lloyd actually had to take off running. So he got what he could, and then had to fucking bolt before the the car the car would have killed him uh and it was it was such a good gag and it was so expensive that they ended up using it again in tromeo and juliet where james Mm -hmm. gunn 
was actually driving that car. The whole, like, I found a peanut thing. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it was James Gunn. Uh, and then they used it again, obviously, in Terra Firmer. And then I think another one of the movies. Um, I believe it, uh, it was also used in Rio Bravo. <laughs> Starring John Wayne. It was used in uh, in The Notebook. Yeah. Yeah, that one scene in The Notebook where the, they had the chase. Uh, also cut from Titanic uh, when Leonardo DiCaprio is racing through uh, the harbor to try and get on the boat in the beginning. Yes. Sorry, ship. Sorry, everyone. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, get your ship. shit together. Get your ship together. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? Will, you haven't seen Titanic? Yeah. No. Starring oh, okay. uh, Leonardo Billy DiCaprio, Zane's in that Billy movie. Zane, uh, John Wayne, and is he? Uh, the Philip Seymour, Flip. Philip Seymour Hoffman is in that too. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman plays so the wait, lead female. So what's it about? It's about a car uh, flipping slightly more than it's supposed to when it goes off of a ramp, okay. and uh, Lloyd Kaufman being in personal danger while filming it. Okay. Uh, and then Billy Zane gets out. And he was like, hey, you know this guy named Breaker? Okay. <laughs> He's got something in mind. It's real important. All right. Yeah. And then uh, and then Breaker paints Philip Seymour Hoffman naked. What? Yeah. It's a really good movie. I'm and everyone this. all together yells, get that pussy off the table. <laughs> I'm going to fuck out of this then. <laughs> um, it's a big one. I see. High budget. So, yeah, the Kabuki flip, obviously, uh, now is a trauma trope. A tro- I, it a sounds like a trauma. skateboarding move. It does actually. I feel like that's something tra- you do in, uh, <laughs> the kabuki flip. I feel like you do that in like Tony Hawk. The kabuki flip. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I do. I play as Bam Margera doing that move. Anyone out there? If you're if you're the type who would invent a new skateboarding trick, regardless of what it is, if it flips slightly, please call it a kabuki flip. Patent that shit and sue Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> Make a little money. I'm talking to you, Dave Pira. I'm talking to you, guy that drinks ocean spray. <laughs> talking to you, Dave Mira. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's Dave Mira, right? Okay. Dave Mira. Wait, yeah. who's Dave Mira? Well, he's a biker. He's a BMX guy. He's dead. Is he? Yeah, he died like two years ago. Wait, oh, what? Shit, that's right. Yeah. In I a biking it, accident? You know no, what? no, no. His heart just went... I did thought, he you know flip? What? I, I thought he did, but I couldn't remember if he did Did he flip too many times? Yeah, he did the kabuki flip. Push it too far? Push it to the limit. You can't, you can't overflip. Oh, I mean, this cowboy did and almost killed Lloyd Kaufman. Dave Mira almost Holy killed shit, Lloyd yeah, Kaufman. He yeah, he said he killed himself. Wow. I don't even know what we're talking about I anymore. Forgot, I honestly forgot he, like, he passed away. He was a... I don't know either. Anyways, Kabuki Man. Yeah. Why don't we get to the characters? Do it. Let's do it. All right, Greg, what do we got on the docket? Well, first up, if we're going to go with the titular character, <laughs> Sergeant Kabuki Man himself, uh, Harry Griswold. Yeah, NYPD officer. He is what I would describe as a clownish buffoon. Yes. An ancient samurai spirit. Yep. Well, eventually possessed. And he is the chosen one. So he is the last dragon. Chosen one. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I know. The last dragon was a good reference, too. Complete with sound effects. Because uh, I would love to feel the beat of the rhythm of the night. Yeah. God damn, I love that movie. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's so good. And I I, love I, I I love his acting in this. I feel like he's the obvious choice. Oh, Griswold? Played his role, yeah. Who's the actor's name? Will, this is usually your department. 
I honestly, okay. No, nah, don't worry about it. Uh, right, Dave so, Mira. Yeah, Dave Mira plays it. Uh, this is, uh, I love that, that Lloyd Kaufman is true to Kabuki Man, where anytime you see Kabuki Man pop up in another movie, be it uh, Citizen Toxie and even that uh, that show that James Gunn uh, directed and produced, uh, I think it was like Troma. Uh, uh, Power Rangers. No, 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 no. You're thinking of uh, uh, you're thinking of something else. Uh, there was a, a trauma a Tromaville type show. Uh, Kabuki Man is like in an episode, and they always use the same actor. I know they were trying to get Kabuki Man back in uh, in Toxic Avenger Five Twins of Evil, um, or the, to- the Toxic Twins or something like that. But that movie never happened. Yeah. Um, and I I I think that there has been a Kabuki Man two in development for the last ten years. Hmm. Uh, and the same deal. They were going to use the same actor. Okay. Uh, so so sense. yeah. Every time you see Kabuki Man pop up again in uh, in trauma movies, it's always the same actor, which is I think is really cool. Whose sure. name not... is Rick Genazzi. and that's really all he's done. Yeah. He did some uh, some schlocky B movies in the eighties, um, and then I think he popped up in a couple uh, not sitcoms but like cop dramas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it didn't really do a whole lot, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Not to be confused with Rick Moranis, who famously shrunk his kids. Well, and, the, and then himself. And then himself. one time he blew him up. Then he ended and blew him the fuck up too. Blew yeah. them up. Up. <laughs> blew them up. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got next, Greg? Well, we got Lotus. It was Susan Beyond. Thank you, Will. Here we go. Very she good. Is, there it is. She's the granddaughter of Sato. She is Kabuki Man's loyal sidekick. But also, she's kind of she's sort of the leader at the same time. Oh yeah, sort of guiding him along the way. She is a master of the Kabuki arts, mm-hmm. and also a very talented monkey trainer. She's also pretty hot too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very, yeah major hot, very hot and talented. Wow. Yeah. After that, we've got uh, Reginald Stewart, who is kind of our main villain. Mm-hmm. He is a rich patron of the Kabuki arts. He is a real Klaus Kinski type. I thought of him more of a Trump character, being like New York City, sure, having mm-hmm. all the buildings and stuff like Same that. Same kind of ideas, a, a okay. rich, uh, rich business mogul, yeah, in control of the shit around him. Uh, that is Bill Wheaton. Bill Wheaton. He is also known as the Evil One. Yes. Yeah. Same thing with him. Didn't really do a whole lot other than this movie. Yeah, he's. Uh, How could you have this movie? He does have a very evil look, though. I can see why he was cast. He just kind of looks like a bad guy. He looks yeah. like the evil psychiatrist in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. He does, but with like fucking Albert Einstein hair. Yeah, like shorter and like yeah, pudgier and shit too. Yeah, he sort of just kind of looks like he was made for this part. Oh yeah, he's totally. Just a, just a old evil man. Um, he, he looks like he looks like the dude from Last Dragon too. It's like the the final boss. Turns out this oh, film shit. has a lot in common with the Last Dragon. Yep. Basically, <laughs> now that watch, we're thinking about watch it. the Last Dragon instead of Kabuki Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. Show enough, kind of uh, kind of Kabuki ish. Yeah. So then after that, we've got Reverend Snipes, who is a reverend. Yes. Surprisingly, not he, Wesley. No, no, he is he's uh, he's not, Larry Robinson. Is his name La- Larry Robinson? Yes. Has he done anything else other than this movie? Um, I, believe I feel he, like uh, I feel like this was it. I think he played for the Lakers in the late eighties, early nineties. I don't know if that's <laughs> true. <laughs> he was in a movie called Happy Hell Night. 
Adam Steen. Wait, Happy Hell Night? Yeah. He's in that? Apparently. Happy Hell Night. Remember that one? No. Yeah, he he played uh, uh, Larry Johnson. That's with <laughs> that's the movie with the killer priest. That would be like, no talking, and then kill you. No lusting. I actually do mm-hmm. know what you're talking about. You do? Yeah, I've okay. seen that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's not bad. No, no it's, it's, it's just fun. Fucking uh, Larry Robinson was fantastic in it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was great. But he is a, uh, he's the owner of a youth center. He's a drug dealer, a blackmailer. He's a bad dude, and what we find out towards the end is that he's also kind of a bitch. And he's, a, and he's like a pastor or something? Yeah. Yeah, he's a reverend. Reverend. Okay. His name is Reverend Snipes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> that's self-explanatory, I guess. Right? Yeah, there it goes. Yep. Um, so then we've got uh, Captain Bender. Who was Noble Lee Lester. Yes. The fantastic Lee Lester. He is Griswold's boss. He sort of just plays the cliche angry police chief. I was going to say, he's every black, black angry, angry police like chief in every movie. Like he, when they showed him the script, he was like, yeah, I got this. I, yeah. know, I, know, what to do. I know what you're asking of me. Like if, you, if, you, if you've seen Beverly Hills Cop, you'd know who we're talking yeah. about. He, he plays the role and he plays it well, but it's nothing, it's nothing unique. Also um, like uh, the, the captain from Last Action Hero. Yeah, just every, he's a police yeah. chief. So apparently Kabuki Man is also Last Action Hero. I feel like this is the second time we've referenced this. I feel this. like it, it exists in the same universe. Okay. I'd be willing to say that. Yeah, a movie within a movie. Yeah. Um, the only note I had here was that he probably has high blood pressure. I can only assume. Because <laughs> that just kind of goes along with the role. Oh, no doubt. Um, uh, so after him, we've got, uh, well, the aforementioned Sato, who is the leader of the Kabuki troupe. He plays a very small role. but He doesn't say one. much. Doesn't do much, doesn't say much, but he needs to be there. He is the grandfather of Lotus. Mm-hmm. He is a murder victim. Yes. A worm eater. Yeah. And a kabuki master. Yes. He's played by Fumio Furuyaya. Oh, Fumio once, shame on you. I was just about to say that. Ah. Uh, Fumio Yeah, it's, I'm sorry. The Fumio can't get food again. <laughs> <laughs> so then we've got Connie. Everyone's favorite Connie. Oh, my God. The Connie. curvaceous NYPD detective. She deserved better. Who is the love interest of Griswold I hate for me too, a moment. Um, but she is investigating Snipes, Reverend Snipes, with her tits. She is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she is going to crack that nut. She's doing yeah. everything with her tits. She kind of was. Her whole role kind of revolves around her tits is what yeah. I'm getting at. And those spandex shorts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a little. I, I'm like the whole time. I'm like, boy, I can't wait to see your tits. And then they did it. I'm like, yay! And I'm like, oh, not like this though. You're right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, 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 not no. the Oh, oh, they're forcefully ripping her clothes off. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a, that's a nice titty. But this oh. is something that uh, that I noted while watching this was that it turns out it's sort of an unfortunate trauma trope. Yes, that someone's gonna get. You know what Someone's I mean? gonna get trauma, kind of. You know, you might do that too much. Lloyd Kaufman's like, "Hey, you know what rhymes with trauma? Rape." <laughs> <laughs> you know what this movie there needs? There you go, rape. <laughs> I, I feel like it's something he gets a little too enthusiastic about. Uh, but moving on, we've got Rembrandt, who is actually one of my favorite characters from this. Because Honestly, same. You know, he's weird. He's he doesn't do much. He doesn't say much, but he's kind of. He stands out. He has great hair. He is Stuart's hitman. Mm-hmm. He wears a wig, as you said, wields a sword, 
And he's just uh, kind of a badass. He is that uh, that early '90s, late '80s psychopath where he laughs at everything. Like, yes. Yeah, that. <laughs> he's he plays a great henchman. Yeah, uh, really into licking blood. Oh yeah, no. As Thomas Serkovich. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. I uh, oddly enough, Thomas. He- <laughs> he looked a lot like the lead in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Garbage day, but with yeah. a wig. Mm, Did yeah. any look like that? Mm, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was him at first, too, until I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, this is not the case. No, no. It was it was Thomas. <laughs> to clarify, I did not recognize this man. I have no idea who he is or what he's done previously. I uh, it was the same thing. But he this was is, great in this. This was really this was really it. He was fantastic in yeah. this. For his short run. All right. Uh then who do we have next, Greg? Well, it was the end of my list unless you had somebody else. Oh. Let's not forget about Joe Fleschlager, who plays a cop who stuffs his face with donuts in every scene. Yes. And I believe his name was listed in the credits as it's Joseph. Fatty fat 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 okay. fatty fat. Fetty, fit, 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 fit. All right. That's what it said. Yeah. Yeah, also, actually. I, you notice how slim he was here? He was kind of was looking he? good, honestly. Yeah, like, I'm like, man, I bet this guy could, like, really move around. Oh, if this is what this was years before. Um, yeah, before. see, in the, in, in the 80s, uh, like, he could actually, like, move in the movies. He looked fully capable then, of walking through a normal-sized door without having to compress anything. Without an oxygen tank Which strapped was, to him. I was impressed by, honestly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't breathing heavy. No, no, he did a good he did a good job. He was he definitely was moving. notably eating in every scene, though, which were powdered donuts, yes. which I think they probably just couldn't stop him from doing that. They were like, "Flesh Acre, we're shooting, we're rolling, donut <laughs> down, please." And he's like, oh, "If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it my way." Lloyd, <laughs> well, you know all that money came from me, and Lloyd's like, "What? I don't need this. All the money is coming from the Japanese." Oh, well, how no. about your next film? I really, I really want some donuts right now. Right? But, oh, man. Damn you, Flesh Acre! Ah, oh, curse you! Like, I, I really want the, the figure eight ones for some reason. The figure, oh, the, ew, the, the really? Yeah. There's nothing inside of those. The They're twists. delicious. When I get a donut, I like a nice little treat inside of it. I call that the old Shyamalan glazed. Oh! What a twist! <laughs> I like to call that the basic bitch donut. Okay. Because every girl has Fuck. that tattooed on them. Oh, the infinity sign? <laughs> yeah. I like those infinity donuts. I do too, no, but if you do, if you do Infinity Sign with like a name and some birds coming off of it, it's unique, man. It's for you <laughs> for like a <laughs> where, like a date. Where, where's the Infinity Sign and it brings up to a bird? <laughs> fly away, so wait, so you get the Infinity Sign with birds coming off of it now? Yeah, it's, it's different from all. I thought that was like a feather. Nah, mm. you could throw a feather in there. Why not? Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, all right, guys. Why don't we just get right into the motion picture? Get it up, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. That is what we're going to be talking about right now. So let's jump into it. We get the skyline, the classic trauma skyline. New yeah. Jersey. Which, which, yes, according to Greg, is New Jersey, in case you didn't know this. Well, it's from New Jersey, right? It's Yes, Tromaville, New Jersey. I think that's correct, right? Yeah, if, yes. or it's the part in New York City where they you can't see the Twin Towers. Oh, you can't see those. So like anyway. New Jersey. You can't see. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's definitely Jersey. Uh, we get uh, we get that voiceover thing of talking about the evil run is gonna reign supreme. Well, we open up with uh, with our girl uh, Lotus, right? Yes, yes she Lotus. Is, she is narrating the legend of the evil one. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of she lays out the whole 
basic plot point right right up front for us. And if if you don't mind, oh please, I'll go through the details. Please. <clears throat> the dragon will dance through the hoop of Jupiter. Shit. <laughs> the monkey will ride the jaguar. Jack and the tiger walk. will feast on the nubile. Yes. The order of the universe will be such that the evil one will reign for eternity. Unless the chosen one stops him from doing that shit. Isn't there something where, like, the, uh, something about, like, the, the needle, the, the thread of Jupiter will dance through the needle of Mars or some shit? Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, there's right? a bunch of other astronomical astrology shit. But she basically says we're, we're talking about a classic prophecy here. We've got chosen one versus the evil one we'll find out who those two are as yeah we go on. and as she's narrating this uh it's her grandpa sitting there right in the yeah. the kabuki man makeup sato-san ah oh, sato-san yeah i uh, then we uh we cut to a couple of uh a couple of real new york 80s businessman type guys i'm doing... being completely honest the, the one the guy on the right remind me a lot of you how so <laughs> <laughs> no, just like, just like his, his <laughs> a real Mica. His, his mannerism is just like that's fucking Mica. Really? Yeah, I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, he had a, a hat and a sleeveless shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, sun's out, guns out. <laughs> it's always been my philosophy. I mean, my head's cold, which is why I'm wearing this knit toque. <laughs> but my arms, whoa, he's a fine toque. I was, I didn't say earlier because I was embarrassed. But Got the right to bear arms. I do have to say. Yeah, I do like Ian Atuk. I love these two guys. So I love that the one guy reminds uh, reminds you of me. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're two business venture men, uh, mm-hmm. big wigs, doing a little bit of that uh, blow ski off the top of a car. Yeah, yeah. and strangely, they they had their hands in each other's pants pockets. That's what did and it. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. what's up, man? Like Micah. Yeah, just shaking each other's hands, and making deals. Yeah. You know, uh, and then we go into, oh, and I also love, before we go into this building, did you guys spot that giant Great Dane? Beethoven? <laughs> I said Great Dane, not fucking, uh, pretty sure those Beethoven, no, no, this is like more of a Marmaduke. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, not Beethoven, what the fuck? Isn't it Ed, Ed Furlong's in Beethoven, right? Yes. The second one. Oh, oh, yes. Beethoven the second. Beethoven, Be- second. Beethoven the second, <laughs> Judgment Day. which leads us upstairs so we go through the building we go all the way upstairs where two little kids are playing uh playing buck buck with each other just having a good old time two little little twins and uh their their jovial playtime is about to be cut short abruptly as hell yeah by the bad guy from die hard yeah yeah and this was upsetting to me was it? Because I love kids. Oh, okay. man. Nothing I like more than opening a movie with kids getting stabbed to death. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> had nothing to do with this. Yeah, this is a this is harsh. I'm honestly surprised. Harsh? What? I'm, I'm mad they didn't show it. I was going to say, I'm, 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 I'm surprised. Can I yeah. who the fucking director and the, and the writer and the producer was? Can I be honest with you? I'm surprised they didn't show it. I was gaslighting you on that one. <laughs> I actually love this scene. Okay. Those kids sucked. <laughs> They were Word terrible. of the day, gaslighting. Everyone drink. Fuck kids. And they got yeah. stabbed. I'm just I'm seriously bummed they didn't show these kids get stabbed. Yeah, I was really surprised they didn't like, like show it. Yeah, and then meanwhile we got uh, uh we got Kabuki man uh, I guess we'll call him Kabuki Man. I yeah. don't know. 
Like, the, literally, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legitimately he's... like two minutes in, the first pair of tits. Uh, yeah, good. It's great, yeah. Yeah, good. We just got done rail and blow off of a car. Let's well, see right. some tits. This is the original Kabuki Man, right? Yes. So let's just, let's and say that. And I believe that... his name is Ichiro. Yeah, let's say this one more time, all right? We have cocaine immediately, followed by little kids getting stabbed to death, mm-hmm. followed by up. tits. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. What an opener. This is a trauma I was, film. I was excited. Oh. I was excited as hell because of the opening. Yeah, right? A little, yeah. <laughs> little tra- I guess we'll call that trauma-esque. Yeah. Hey, it's very you know trauma-esque. What? It's fine, Greg. We're, we're, record, we're reviewing trauma a trauma movie. Nah, trauma-esque. Um, <laughs> so uh, Homeboy comes walking in, stabs the shit out of uh, the, the supposed Kabuki man. Mm-hmm. And I love the, the gag on that. You yeah. can see the knife actually go, go through, right the through the room. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just I, the the voiceover is great. He fucks him up, and then he grabs his wife and just tosses her out a fucking window. <laughs> Yeet. Yeah, he's like, "You and your family are done for." Just straight up defenestration, which, in my opinion, is always great. the babe's gonna be falling all over you, and so she does. Oh, that's what the yeah. Okay, yeah. I was watching this on that app, Fossum, that kept cutting out oh, on me in this opening uh, scene. Fossum, you're the worst. So I missed that part yeah, of the if dialogue. Fossum executives are listening to this. Do better. Get your shit together, please. Oh, are you free? Well, do better. We're not free, but we're awesome. Yeah, you're not too <laughs> <laughs> Hey, If you like watching <laughs> 75 commercials in, a, in an hour-long movie, Yeah, and it was awesome. just, the whole thing <laughs> not was... Not free, uh, awesome. That's good. Right? It's not free. It's awesome. <laughs> and what kind of fucking audience are they trying to, uh, to sell their shit to? Because all I got were, like, adult diapers and boner pills. Whoa. Yeah, right? The whole time it was, it was just a lot of adult diapers. It a was a lot of adult diapers. It was different adult diapers and different boner pills. Wow. Yeah, there were like multiple different boner pills. It was like a Cialis, a Viagra commercial, a Blue Chew commercial. Yeah, I don't think I got boner pills. I did get the diapers though. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, you guys are just full of beans today. It's possible um, that it. Uh, it's possible that it just reads your search history. Um, and targets your advertising. Oh shit! So naturally, I got uh, diapers and liquor. I think you got uh, boner pills. Will? Um, this is like kind of like off the off of the um, what we're talking about with like I I, I search I, <laughs> I I like Google Raymore and Flan- Raymore and Flanagan, and then like moments later we had like a fucking Raymore and Flanagan commercial. Oh, look who's the adult, Greg? Oh, well, <laughs> right. all right. Yeah, with his Raymore and Flanagan. What a gentleman over yeah, they got, there. They got yeah. nice shit. They have nice shit. All right. Do you get commercials for the Home Depot, too? I don't get boner pill heads. Oh, fuck Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I hate uh, Home Depot. <laughs> so after this gruesome opener, we, uh, we head over to Sergeant Harry Griswold. The main man himself. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, narrating most of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's talking about how he's blowing off a date with Connie. He's taking a walk down the streets of NYC. <laughs> he should not have. No. <laughs> no, he's a damn fool for doing that. Yeah. Yeah, he'll later realize that he missed his opportunity. Oh, but, he totally did. But he is on his way to a kabuki performance, mm-hmm. which seems to be the talk of the town. Yeah. Yeah, and he's getting himself uh he's getting himself some street meat. He stopped by at that gourmet uh hot dog shop, ate a ate himself a hot dog with kraut on little, it. Little, little kraut dog. The kraut's hanging off of his mouth. Meanwhile, so it cuts to Sato who's eating worms for some fucking reason. Well, he is yeah. participating in what they call the banquet of joining. Yeah. 
which is basically just eating a box of worms. Yeah. Okay. So we keep cutting back and forth between uh, Griswold eating his little kraut dog and Sato just putting worms in his mouth. Fuck, I want a kraut dog now. And it's awesome. Me too. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, kraut dog sounds pretty fun. Kraut dog, yeah. yeah. Kraut dog sounds really good. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but Lotus is worried because Ichiro has not shown up yet. The chosen one has not shown yet. He's dead. And she's pleading with Grandpa to give the give the kabuki powers to her. Mm-hmm. And he's all just like, shut up, bitch. He's like, no, 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 you're you're a girl. <laughs> yeah, girls don't get this like, power. Maybe, 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 maybe you woman forgot. Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe you're not aware, but you're a girl. It's kabuki man. Yeah. Not kabuki woman. That would be weird. Yeah. And, and wrong. Yeah. Right? Get so, to the kitchen. So he's like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to do that. But I will eat some worms in front of you. <laughs> Sato doesn't say much. So she, she, what she says is when the, I think she actually kind of confuses the prophecy here because she says like when the moon passes the squid or something like that. But I think this is the only time they say that. When the moon passes the squid? She says something about a squid. They probably cut that realizing that they couldn't get anything to do, like, a moon squid gimmick. It was, what, like, out of budget. What I what I kind of assumed was that the joke was, like, the prophecy just keeps getting, like, more and more, like, com- convoluted and, like, there's more elements to it. And, like, oh, now there's a squid. Now there's a See, moon, that would have been a cool gag. But they didn't really, like, go all the way with that. No. I think they started it here, but they didn't continue with it. Okay. So, so they she kinda, did something like a, like a lost gag. Yeah, like I think she started saying something about all the squid. But um, basically what we have is uh, a kabuki performance that it seems like all the important players, all the important characters are attending. Uh, Our man Griswold is loudly eating uh, like peanuts or some shit during this performance. (laughs) Just making an asshole out of himself. I love his hair. Um, He has that Dennis Miller 1990s hair. Yeah, the out of control. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like a grizzled cop who slept in his car last night. Yeah, he's got a thing. little bit of that Ray Liotta Pachi face going on, too. Yes. Real disheveled look. Exactly. Um, so we, we zoom in on who I don't want to give away anything here, but it's Rembrandt in disguise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it away. Dressed as a Mets fan. Because if you're <laughs> if you're in New York, in New York City and you want to blend in, just throw on a Mets hat. <laughs> you cheer for the Mets. <laughs> is that what it is? I think. All right. I don't fucking know. I'm not a baseball guy. <laughs> you guys like baseball? Are baseball guys even baseball guys anymore? I don't know. God, what a boring, awful sport. You know what's important, though? It's watching two guys play catch all day. The Japanese are baseball guys. Oh, that movie with Joe Montana? Maybe. Where he goes out uh, uh, to Japan and plays baseball. You know what? Never mind. Come was that, was come that major, that's like, a thing that Joe Montana did? Come on, Major League? No, no, no. Wait, fuck. I got it mixed up. I'm uh, uh, thinking of Magnum, Magnum T.I. Magnum P.I.? Magnum P.I. When I say T.I. Yeah. Uh, he, hey, he played baseball in Japan? He played baseball in Is Japan, and he was like the tallest guy there. It was an 80s movie. It sucked. That sounds <laughs> offensive to my sensibilities. So back to this Kabuki show. <laughs> uh, why is Griswold there in the first place? He's like trying to impress his sergeant. I have no idea. So you got Griswold is there. Then you have uh, Mr. Stewart sitting front row with all of his lackeys. And then on stage, uh, there's a performance going on. And then Mr. Sato 
uh, finally comes out on stage, and that emerges is emerges is the word that emerges. He yes. Emerges from backstage, gracefully emerges, uh, showing off his amazing kabuki abilities. Uh, I I don't really know what the fuck is going on on the stage here at this it point. Does, he's doing a kabuki performance. I don't know if it's accurate or not. I don't it, think it is. It's somewhat no. convincing, but the point being, everyone in the audience just for whatever reason laughs as our man Rembrandt, the Mets fan, just. Sends Kabuki Man to hell with an AK-47. <laughs> yeah. baka, 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 baka. And everyone's just like, this is hilarious. This is yeah. the best show ever. And that's uh, even our man Griswold is just like, dude, I, this is great. This is way oh, better than I thought a, it was. <laughs> he's bleeding. And that, yeah. bi- that bitch next to him that was like, stop, stop, eat, stop eating so loud has a bullet in her head. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden, just everyone's getting shot. Right. Yeah. There is an anchor man. For the local news station, who is trying to report on this stuff, but I think he wasn't a local man. He was more of a, a Rob- local at all. Yeah, he was a Robin Leach. Yeah, the Life- is- lifestyles of the rich and famous. Lifestyle. I-, I got the impression that he was just reporting for the news. No, no, no. He was a real Robin Leach type guy. That's where he goes. Oh, it appears as though is that there's cheaply dressed thugs brandishing very expensive custom made weapons. Well, regardless, ninjas start flying in from all directions. Uh, this get, this Robin Leach character uh, gets trampled. Dick shots happen. Oh, I think we can only expect shots. from a trauma yeah, movie. Griswold shot starts shooting dick. dicks. Yeah. You're gonna get some dick shots, which I mean, I'm never opposed to. And then we get ourselves a real kung fu panda moment here. Yes, where uh, Sato passes on the Kabuki spirit over to a oh. reluctant hero. He breathes the soul of. Kabuki man himself. I don't know if he breathes it. He straight up Frenches him. Yeah. He, he gives him a nice slappy wormy kiss. <laughs> and he transfers what I can only assume is a stand in for an STD. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Kabuki disease. It's inside you now. And Griswold's Griswold. like, oh, God, this is gross. Oh, he's dead. All right. I better chase these assholes. And he runs outside. Next thing you know, he's wearing a fucking dress. Next thing you What's know, important? He, he Hong Kong foos into a dress. Yep. Indeed. Yeah. Griswold is now the titular well, Sergeant Kabuki Man. Well, we NYPD. don't know that. We don't know that yet. Well, I think we got the point. <laughs> I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Wait, is that the movie? I think if you saw the title of the film and you saw this shit happening, you, you put two and two together. That's like yeah. saying Jim Carrey's the mask right away. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm afraid I got some bad news. <laughs> yeah, turns out you might be the mask, my friend. <laughs> so he heads back inside to the place, and uh, it's, everyone's looking at. He's like, "Oh man, the rest of the cops are going to see me dressed in this kimono. They're going to real. They're going to give me a razzin." He keeps calling it a dress. Yes, I'm in yes. this kabuki dress, this dress, and this makeup, and that's that's not masculine in 1988. No, no, it, it, even 91, 90, whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> say masculine in 1972. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little embarrassed. Yeah, but we get to uh, we get to a scene where Reverend Snipes is blackmailing Stewart uh, about the NYPD. Not Wesley. Yeah, not Wesley. Although it should have been the other Snipes, the only other Snipes, the only Snipes. No, oh, yeah. does that does Reverend Snipes have a first name? Reverend. 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 <laughs> Reverend. That would be kind of awesome if that was his name. 
<laughs> totally unrelated to his position in society. <laughs> he is Reverend Snipes. Yeah. Right. Um, so he's he's basically he's cohorting with Stewart, uh, and they're talking about keeping the NYPD off his back because they are in cahoots with this drug. This will be like Stewart's uh, organization, evil headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, so right in front of him, Stewart calls up his nephew Skippy, who who we'll find out later took the blame for this this murder on the Kabuki stage. He comes in talking about getting cornholed at the station. He he tells a harrowing tale of his time yes. in jail, uh, and just takes a shot to the head, silencer and everything. Yeah. Yep, just gets shot. He took one to the ass the night before, and he took one to the head now. Uh, <laughs> Griswold admires his makeup in the mirror. Spirit of Sato appears to him. We're we're doing the whole Kabuki thing. All of a sudden, uh, Kabuki Man is a thing. He's a he's a superhero in this world. So we go to the station. Back to the station. Mm-hmm. Where, this is our first uh, time we're seeing the station. And, and this I, is where we meet Fatty Fat Fat Fat, who mocks <laughs> our main character uh, as he's asking Connie out to dinner. I love this scene, too, with Fatty Fat 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 and the other cop. <laughs> when they're drinking their coffee, they have, like, a nipple creamer thing. Yeah, they got the boob cup. The boob cup. I do love that. Boob, we've it's all like seen a, the boob cup. Around. It's like a big, a big creamer gimmick for your coffee, and the creamer comes right out of the nipple. Yeah. But uh, Griswold makes the statement that he is, for some reason, he's craving Japanese food. And he asks Connie out to a date. Yeah. We should go get this because there's this ancient spirit inside of me and he wants to eat. And his name is Hong Kong Fui. Number one super guy. Is that the theme song? Sorry. Is that close? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's close. It's something like it. All right. So Captain Bender calls uh, Griswold into his office and tells him. It's going to be heat. That Stewart's men captured the perp last night. Yeah, and, says, and don't uh, worry about it. We're in control. We got him, and he has been jailed. And don't know what happened. No, he's that. dead. He got shot in the dome. Yeah, we but got he him. Know that. He's dead. Cut and dry. Boom. We took care of it, right? And he so says this... Stewart is not pressing charges, so it's all yeah. good. And we're getting a real Santa Claus moment here where Griswold is sitting there trying to plead his case with the chief of police. And meanwhile, his shoes start to melt and smoke. Yeah. They're morphing. Like a Power Ranger. Like, it's like Santa Claus. Yeah, that they're, one. They're okay. morphing into, I don't know what the correct term is, but uh, samurai clogs. Wooden sandals. <laughs> Fucking flip-flops. What the fuck? Yeah, okay, okay. Samurai clogs. Yeah, flip-flops. I like that a lot. Okay. I'm going right. to use that term, uh, samurai clogs. Samurai I, was try- right. I, I was trying to get the terminology correct. Right. I can only assume that it's not. Let's see. But anyway, uh, Bender tells Griswold that Lotus is waiting for him in the interrogation room. So he goes in there, talks to her, and finds out that he is the chosen one. Yeah, just like the last dragon. She insists that you need to consume the banquet of joining, which we all know is just a box of worms. So yeah. Real quick, they actually are called Japanese wooden clogs on Amazon. Wait, really? Yeah. So you could buy Japanese. Greg was right? Yeah. <sighs> Hate to say I told you so. <laughs> But I told you so. I don't like when Greg is right about stuff like this. (laughs) 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 Once. Continue. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. So Griswold is refusing to eat these worms, and it's just like, you're crazy, lady. 
know, the perp's been caught, whatever. Nothing's happening to me. I'm not changing. He You're changing. Fuck you. He doesn't want to eat him, so she basically has to stuff him in his face. And she's like, eat the worms. Jerk yeah. off. This is important. <laughs> this is part of the process. Eat the worms, dick. Eat the cake, anime. So Put on the glasses. <laughs> and then they fight for 15 minutes in an alleyway. And mm-hmm. he, he tries to bullshit her by saying, like, hey, uh, don't worry, we caught your grandfather. It turns out it was just this this guy that that, that Stuart threw they out didn't of the bus. Catch, catch your grandfather. We caught your grandfather's killer. Or, or we caught the guy who killed your grandfather. Yeah, it's all good. But she doesn't buy it. And you know what? Griswold doesn't really buy it either, but he's just going along with it. She's like, you fool! It was the evil one! And you're the chosen one! Understand it! Get with it! Let's do this! You're a kabuki man now. Yeah, <laughs> So Griswold, he shows up at Stewart's, uh, this Donald Trump type character. He shows up at his office right after this, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, One quick sh- note, though. She does call him a penis-wielding imbecile. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot I about that. That was fantastic. That's right. Penis-wielding imbecile. But after that, they're at, uh, they're at Stewart's office. My wife calls me the same thing. Where he Ooh. is seemingly receiving a blowjob. Okay. Oh, getting his, getting it sucked off. He's sitting there kicking back, but everyone's inside just hanging out. Getting polished off right in front of everybody. Yeah, and uh, old Griswold's like, did I come at a bad time? This reminds me of another movie starring uh, Ed Furlong. Lloyd Kaufman. Ed Furlong. Always. What movie is this? Uh, Night of the Demons 2009. Oh, yeah. Where uh, the club owner's getting a blowy. Yep. Right in front of Ed Furlong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's that part there where she's, are you done yet? Shut up, you'll know. Uh, Shut up, Ed. (laughs) <laughs> who invited you i'm busy <laughs> uh so he's he's in the office with Stuart, and he's uh Stuart's playing the whole uh i'm a bad guy but i really i'm a good guy thing you know don't worry we're not pressing charges on any of the guys you pressing charges or anything like that we know you shot our guys but hey you were just doing your job yeah mm-hmm. just assure him everything's fine you know nothing's gonna come of it it's all taken care of do not investigate further yeah, do not. Oh, God, that's too hard. Too hard. Light, lighten up a little. Lighten up a little. Oh. And turns out she was just shining the shoes. Yep. Oh, that's... there were a lot of deep scuffs in there, but I had to use the poor bristle bu- brush. There, there is a moment where he kind of leans back and he's like, ah, finished. finished. <laughs> Great. <laughs> thank you so much. That was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much, Greg Sobjack. And then he puts a nice. Uh, finely shined shoe just up on the desk. That's where Griswold realized, oh, he wasn't getting his And we all understand it was very wholesome after all. Yeah. Uh, What a a weird thing to fucking, like, for Kaufman to be like, let's mind fuck everybody and, like, let's make it seem like he's getting a The fact that it's, like, not a blowjob. Yeah. Do you not watch Terror Firmer where they had the serial killer part? I did. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised that Lloyd didn't play this role himself. That's a good point. I'm surprised he wasn't in. Was he in the movie? No. Did he pop up at all? I don't think he did. I think he did. He. I, I don't, don't recall seeing him at all in this movie. No, no, he wasn't in this one. I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking something else. You're thinking of Terra Firmer? No, I'm thinking uh, Nukem High, the the fourth Nukem High. I also watched that recently. And I think he was he was on the roof or some shit. Lloyd's new thing is to be in every single trauma movie. Yeah. When it seemed like back in like the the eighties and nineties, he didn't really do that. No, because it's obnoxious. Yes. <sighs> There's a reason why he didn't do it. Exactly. It's a real like suck in your own dick kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a. It's Her, I'm tossing my own salad. Sort of yeah, an no, ongoing no. problem for old Lloyd. I know a uh, I know a local director here 
uh, that does that shit where he'll like pop up in the end of the movie thinking like he's like a, it's like fun like oh look at me here I am What's you his don't name? you don't have to do it his his name's Adam Stegart he sucks oh shit I didn't yeah. even do it all right no of course I am fuck that guy you didn't right. have to say the name no he's I'll surprised. say it I'll fucking fight him right now I hope someone tells him that I'm talking shit on him I'll fuck you up Adam well this is Jesus gone Christ. this is taking a turn this took a turn for the best I think how did he hurt you huh. I'll tell you off air. He didn't hurt me. He just pissed me off did a lot. He, did he pee on your pants and put, then he said it was you? Did he put his finger in your butt? No, no. He's way too timid and tiny to even be any kind of, like like remotely threatening or anything like that. Oh, fuck. I'm just saying right now that I will I will gladly fuck you up, Adam. Right, well, if he's like if he's like that small, then like I feel, I feel like you're kind of booing him right now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck him. He's done some nefarious shit, and he hurt some people I know. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, we got... Okay, now that I'm done gaslighting a, uh, a local uh, local film director here... <laughs> Don't be gaslighting. <laughs> I'll gaslight the shit out of him. Uh, we get Griswold here. Our hero turns around and points out a samurai sword. He knows the name of it, the year it was brandished, and everything. This mm-hmm. is an authentic Tokugawa sword. Ah, uh, yes, from Kill Bill. From Ido. <laughs> from from uh, Uma from Uma Thurman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same one that was used in Kill Bill. Hitori Fun little fact Hanzo. there. A Tori Hanzo sword. Thank you. That's what it was. Yeah, I couldn't think of it either. <laughs> Some Japanese steel. But he's very excited by this. He he grabs it. He tests it out. He swings it around like a fucking jackass, and he ends up breaking a priceless vase. Yes, a yeah, vase that was full of dust. As and I think uh, we all probably would. I love that the like it was clearly an urn, but they don't do a whole like oh my grandma was in yeah. here or anything like that. Just uh, the fact that this urn uh, costs more than you'll make ever. Yeah, he's just like I'm. I'm rich. You're poor. Get the fuck out of my office. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? That's his whole point. Yeah, you go on now. Get. So we cut to the next scene where uh, he's going for a run with Connie. Oh this, god, this is like their their oh, park Connie. date. Yeah, um, who apparently woke up this morning and just painted her clothes on. Oh, God bless her. And I don't remember what you referred to this to uh, before, but I think it was the TikTok pants. Oh, the ones that engulf your entire ass. Yeah. That where it's just paint. So I, I think she may have. Uh, yeah, but this was like. She may have thrown these on decades before. This was uh, early 90s spandex. This was like yeah. uh, uh, the stuff that like, Susan Summers was wearing. Not the new stuff. Suzanne yeah. Summers? What did I say? I feel Susan. like... Su- Suzanne the Summers. Same thing. <laughs> Suzanne. Like, has, has the new stuff gotten, gotten more, uh, more tighter, more revealing? The thing now about yoga pants is they, uh, they're they finding ways... There's actually science behind it to where they make it as thin as possible, but yet durable, but yet kind of sheer, but not too sheer, and it just sits right on the ass perfectly it's almost like i'm wearing nothing at all it's pretty much paint. nothing at all yeah my wife nothing has a few <laughs> nothing at all my <laughs> wife has a few questionable pairs too stupid sexy flanders <laughs> <laughs> that one's for mullen there you go hey if you're right. listening he's gonna have to listen now uh all right so where, i got sidetracked with the sexy so pants connie is played by pamela ulster let's see guys now she sure is okay yeah, she hasn't really done anything else other than this movie. No. But she uh, mentions that she has, in fact, been investigating Reverend Snipes, yep. whose youth centers are a drug front, mm-hmm. backed by Mr. Stewart. Yes. 
Uh, and she is hitting on Griswold, and they are about to go for a three-mile jog. They're having a nice little park date until Snipes' thugs attack her. Because Griswold has to take a little stop there. And I love that he showed up for this jog wearing a suit. Wearing a suit, yeah. 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 He, takes a, he takes a little food break because he loves his sausage. He loves his kraut dogs, as we all do. You keep fucking talking about him, man. I'm in it. No. Yeah. Fuck. And uh, he see, uh, she's getting attacked by, I think, who is this? What's the name of this actor? He's the guy from uh, Newcomb High. Oh, Triple H. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I know here. Yeah, he's in Newcomb High. He's the buff guy that popped up yeah. in a couple trauma movies. Yeah, he's, he's uh, he plays twins. Yeah. But he's in, like, he's in a lot of trauma stuff. Yeah. He's the leader of the uh, the Stewart gang, we'll call them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Stewarts? Or no, they're more like the Snipes gang. The Snipes, yes, yes, yes. They're the all, Snipes, Snipes they're crew. They're all related, but... Um, anyway, Griswold sees that her boobs are in danger, and he comes to the rescue. And not well. No. No, he falls a bunch. He, he rolls, he he does, he does. He does a lot of, like, Jim Carrey-esque fucking maneuvers where he, like, just, like, runs and does his own stunts and falls like an asshole. Yeah, like a Looney Tunes character. Yeah. But lucky for all of them, uh, the spirit of Kabuki Man takes over. This is the part where I was just like, man, I really want to see Connie's boobs. Oh, and hey, then they, there's, there's they, boobs. F- and they then forcefully they... rip her top off. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, why do we have to see him like this? Yeah, really it's a little sad. awkward. Yeah. yeah. It's, awkward. it's like, God. <laughs> I just think I remember, like, why is that? Oh, that, oh she has nice boobs. Oh, wait, this is not. I probably shouldn't be enjoying this. No. Yeah. It's not meant to be enjoyed unless you're Lloyd Kaufman. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Kabuki Man is going through his bold transformation, which honestly reminded me of both Toxic Avenger and Nukem High and all these famous famous trauma transformation scenes, which are great, honestly. They're always really wet. Yeah, there's a lot of stickiness, a lot of of wetness in the effects. A lot of dripping, a lot of... But going his, on. his makeup appears, his hair grows uh, to look like the shape of the, the Kabuki Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, like I said, it's just like Toxie. It's just like the Nukem kids. Um, he kind of looks like a fucked up Power Rangers villain. I was going to say. Had yeah. down here. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. But yeah. He just, all, he's in a park. <laughs> you know, he's, he's it's, in, it's the yeah. middle of the day. Wow. It's all Holy super shit. low budget looking. Um, but he just he starts singing opera for some reason. And that part I didn't understand. This the, this was kind of hilarious to me, where he just starts singing and he cartwheels, and they're they're kind of building up to him being like this big like like avenging hero, but he just cartwheels right into a fucking pole and then falls over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so like it's very flowers. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, I fucked up. Sorry, oh, guys. Oh, Kabuki Man Santo! And then he <laughs> he stands up and he just points like accusingly at everyone, and he just goes, "Hey." Who put that there? <laughs> Which one of you fucked me up? Yeah. Uh, yep. no, notably, he also has the um, the Japanese kanji for power on his collar. Oh, which shit. I know that because I have tattooed it many times. Really? <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. The, have the, you ever tattooed Japanese writing to where it's like Taco Bell? Or something ridiculous, where they think they're like getting a saying, but you like are like, yeah, I got a cool saying for you, and it's just like, I, I don't know, buy more Ovaltine. Got to be honest, I would never knowingly do that to somebody. <laughs> I Obviously. know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, especially saying it on air. You can tell me afterwards. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know the real story once we <laughs> cut. But um, 
I, I always tell everybody, honestly, uh, I have a very limited knowledge of the old kanji. So if you do your own research, that always helps. Otherwise, uh, Google's my man. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we get uh, Kabuki Man going through individual thugs here. Uh, showing off his brand new sweet superpowers. He's flying a little. He's pulling out a fan that is deflecting bullets. Then he pulls out uh, his chopsticks and starts throwing them. And I love that there's a crowd of people that kind of gather up to watch this scene. And the one guy yells, what? He doesn't use a fork? (laughs) (laughs) Which is the funniest part of the movie to me. It's so beautifully slapstick. I mean, he... It's just all the all the Japanese cliches. Yep. Which I mean, take it as you will, but he blows a guy away with a fan. Like you said, he he peppers a man with chopsticks. Yeah. He stabbed <laughs> multiple times. He had Luke with some shits. Um, he whips out a a giant sword, uh, and he he shreds up the other guy's weaponry. Yep. Um, and I think there's some sushi in there somewhere. He stuffs sushi in someone's mouth. Oh, he sushi throws the, yeah. throw sushi in the girl's mouth. Yeah. Um, so he is, he's pulling these weapons out of nowhere, so he is the mask. He is. The, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Maybe, maybe the mask part two. Yeah. No, the mask part two is Kabuki Man part two, man. That's what that is. <laughs> but shit. he, um, we, we actually, the scene ends with some, some pretty good gore where he just straight up stomps a man's head. Yeah. Nothing like a good head stomp. Uh, and not just once, like multiple. T- it's it's kind of like lighthearted. Everything is so lighthearted. Then he straight up like it's like, wait, this is a trauma movie. Yeah, you he stomps. Yeah, he stomps a guy's head in. Yeah, he's <laughs> dead now. And this yeah. is right when Lotus shows up, and she says, "Hey, uh, you have this power. We're gonna want to talk about this." <laughs> yeah. So they go out. They go to a restaurant. They're they're gonna eat some sushi. They're gonna you know kind of figure out what his deal is now. Yeah, this man just sitting there. He's, he's, he's um, like a, he's, 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 he just eats like a raw fish. Yeah. yeah. Well, Connie. Uh, and he's poor, sort of surprised that he loves it. Yeah. Because yeah. He's Japanese now. <laughs> poor, yeah. Poor Connie that got attacked by the thugs. She's in the hospital and and uh, he she's in the hospital and, right. and that's where uh, they're at an Italian restaurant. I love the waitress who's just like, here's your raw. Fish, yeah. yeah, slaps it down on his plate. Come to an Italian restaurant, order a fucking fish, and yeah. uh, Lotus makes sure to repeat the legend to him once again. Which, if I may, yes. Soon the dragon will dance through the hoop of Jupiter. The monkey will ride the jaguar, and the tiger will feast on the nubile. The order of the universe will be such that the evil one will reign for eternity. This is literally every woman in their mid-30s with a nursing degree right now and a bunch of crystals. And she tells him this every 10 minutes for the rest of the movie. Literally every girl (laughs) in the mid-30s, single, probably a son, nursing degree, and crystals will tell you this. Yes. Yeah. You go on a Tinder date with one of them, this is the conversation you're going to have. Talking about Mercury's in retrograde and Saturn is aligning with your fucking... Yeah, astrology is astrology's pretty big right now. Okay. It's so hot right now because of the <laughs> crystals. Hey, what did I say before? Saturn's in retrograde. Get your pussy licked. There you go. Yep. Words of wisdom. Yes. I think we can all agree with that. Absolutely. I am just such a Leo over here. So Connie is in the hospital. Not and, having a good time. No. And Rembrandt is sent to finish the job. Yeah. Sexy wig Rembrandt. By Mr. Sinister Stewart himself. Mm-hmm. And he and, does. And that is, uh, oh, geez, this looks like a lot of morphine the doctor's prescribing you. Well, 
That's why I'm the doctor here. Yep. So Turns the nurse, out it's too much. Yeah, the nurse comes in, pumps her full of morphine. When the doctor, uh, the real doctor comes in and is like, you were just supposed to give her aspirin. Yeah. So Connie's donezo. She's gone. Yeah, she's fucked. That actually kind of bothered me. It bummed me out. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. It seemed a little final. Yeah. Like, she's just dead. She's gone. That was it. They never really bring her up again. Right. Oh, okay. I, Griswold clearly moves on. <laughs> he yeah. Moves he's, like, he's, he's he moves like, on quick. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Used to love this girl, but I can now. I'm gonna get me some Hong Kong fooey. Yeah, Oof. I've got yeah. a new thing going on. We're here. gonna keep bringing that up, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we go back to uh, Griswold is back in his, the police station with Captain Bender. Yeah, good old fat fuck is there eating away on donuts. He's desperately trying to tell him uh, Stewart is in cahoots with Reverend Snipes. They're working together for crime. They're dealing drugs. They're corrupting our youth. They're killing our Connies. Killing the Connies. Our amazing breasted Connies. Yeah. And once again, Fatty Fat 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 comes in to mock him and says, you're wearing that weird kabuki Japanese dress mm-hmm. like a sissy. <laughs> that's not the word he used. He used the hard F. Well, that's the word oh. I used. Yeah. Uh, trauma. What do you use? Fudgesticle? A lot of... Yes. You're, <laughs> you're wearing that dress like a Fudgical. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I know about trauma, you're going to get shit. You're going to get that fat guy eating everything. And you're going to hear the word fudgical. <laughs> yes. And there's going to be some rape. Every fucking movie. They and, cannot avoid and some it. some vomit. You, you, come on. Yeah. That goes without saying there's going right. to be vomit. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get yep. there. But in his defense, Griswold just turns it right back around and just stuffs a bunch of donuts in his mouth and says, shut <laughs> the fuck up. Shouldn't you like to eat, fat eat ass this. motherfucker? They're powdered. They're delicious. Choke on them. Powdered with cocaine. I, I, I hate that I want like hot dogs and donuts now. <laughs> a little sour. Yeah, what, what the I'm fuck? I'm starting to get that way right now too. Fuck. You know what? I've Shit. always I've always felt that watching uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD made me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it has an effect on you. <laughs> but our next scene is Reverend Snipes. Telemarketing, I think, is the word. He's raising money at his church for the legal defense of his thugs, who are blatantly guilty of the murder of Connie. They're victims. They are fucking victims, but Greg. He's, he's playing them off as the victims. Will? Victims. Yes, victims. He's telling the people, you need to beware of all these seedy aspects out there. There are drug dealers. There are criminals. There are ruffians. And you know what? There's actually one right outside. He's, he's wearing <laughs> a red nigga hat. With, nigga with a red hat. He's out there, <laughs> and he's selling drugs at outrageously low prices. <laughs> I, you can't beat them. Red hat. Red is the devil. You can't miss him. He's literally advertising his, his drug enterprise yeah. to his congregation. They all run right out the doors. It's yeah, smart. Are they look like Slick from fucking WWF. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean yeah. He's, he's got a tight organization set up. Yeah, man, it's good. It's I, I mean he's no uh, he's no Stewart, but he's definitely up there. Well, Griswold busts in, confronts him right away, accuses him of having Connie killed, punches him, desperately tries to morph into Kabuki Man, but turns to a clown. What happens? He oh. turns to a clown. Not just any clown, a fat clown. Yeah, he killjoys it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he fucks does. up. A real Trent Hago over here. Yeah, he he thinks he's going to have powers, but instead he's got tricks. 
Uh huh. He's got jokes. He's got seltzer. He's got pies. He's, he's got glitter, glitter and honking noses. He's a fucking clown. Big juggalo over here. And he points the world's tiniest gun at Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> and Snipes is like, please, man, don't shoot me. I got five kids. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the trigger, and it is the classic clown Joker bang. It <laughs> says bang 316. <laughs> <laughs> and this... Insights chaos, which is a very long chase scene. He very di- long. Did chase. he die? Not die. Gotta get out of here. He's flying down the street on a unicycle. He's got a tricycle. He's got all He's, all manners of wheeled vehicles. I do love the scene where he pulls the badge out and is like, "Kid, I have to take this vehicle." I have to commandeer this Commandeers vehicle. his tricycle. Yeah. So he's... Uh, Rembrandt jumps in a car with an old lady. He's chasing him down. Uh, and this is where we get the classic... Uh, what did you call it? The Kabuki Man flip? The Kabuki flip. Kabuki flip. Yeah. We've yeah, seen so it before. We get the big, we'll see uh, it again. This is where it is. This is it. In the annals of... Uh, the annals <laughs> of trauma history. This Anal. is it. Anals. Some kind of <laughs> You ever get shit on your dick? I, because you're about to. Vroom! Smash. Flips Lloyd Kaufman it. almost gets killed. Lloyd dives out of the way heroically to save his life and everyone else's. Lloyd actually died, and they had to bring him back to life with one of those Uma Thurman shots to the heart. Sacrificed himself like Jesus for the rest of the set. And he woke up and he's like, I got an idea for a movie, Terra Firmer. It's Ooh. about this guy who wishes and wishes till it came true. And now this kid can fly. Yeah, and two genitals. <laughs> um, so Kabuki Man dips down an alley. His stunt double jumps onto a fire escape. Uh, he dodges the car narrowly and they end up at a kid's birthday party. A lot of action in this scene, actually, right? There's a couple yeah. of this is one of the Karens. They are bitching about where is that damn fucking clown that we ordered? Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, this is a long, this is like a long, long scene. It's so long, but it's, it's, it works. But it's good. They get it's their fun. wish. Bunch of cars full of clowns fly in. Uh, everyone's shooting everything. Somehow they're all missing the kids. They're also missing Kabuki Man. Okay. Raising my hand here, I can't be the only one upset that all these kids didn't get, like, killed. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? Huh? I would have loved to see a very different scene here. Can I be honest with you? No. Fuck them kids. Kid massacre? No, seriously. I, I, you're, I'm not the only one signed up for a kid massacre. I would have loved it. You already stabbed two kids at the beginning of this movie. Fill I mean, them yeah, full of lead. Fuck well. them. Yeah, make, it's a goddamn trauma movie. Make it a fucking trauma movie. Lloyd Kaufman already fucked things up with the backers at Namco. You know, I uh, do have to say, I was actually, I was very uh, disappointed because it seemed like he was setting up for those Karens to die. Uh, okay, yeah, the you drunk, know? the drunk party moms. Yeah, they're they're chugging wine and they're bitching about the situation. They, yeah, they it seemed they, like they were being set up to die. They could have got. It's, there could have been. There, there, this scene should have been a massacre. Yeah, this is one of my big. Should have like, been a bloodbath. Other than the editing of this movie, 
Uh, this is my big my big complaint. This scene should have like you said. This scene should have been a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, Lloyd Kaufman already fucked things up with Namco, the Japanese money man behind this, because they wanted that that kid movie. And then of course he's like, no, we're gonna make it trauma. So he already fucked things up. Why not make it even more trauma and just fucking everyone gets killed and the clown stands there like whoa and just like runs off. You know, Griswold. Whoa. It turns out. The average viewer is a better writer than Lloyd Kaufman, I think. <laughs> I think that's what we're getting at. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say it. But anyway, the yes. chase resumes. Um, we get a, a car crash just straight into the front of, I think it's a tailor shop. Oh, this is that whole gag is that the chief of police had three shirts stolen and he's trying to get Griswold, the best man on the case, to find he's, out who stole the shirts. He's only concerned about his lost laundry. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, those are probably expensive shirts. They were from Express. The good ones. Yeah, those are my good ones. <laughs> so we go back to uh, Bender's office where he's chewing out Griswold once again. Uh, but this time, he tells him you need to turn in your gun and your badge because... You hand, hand over your shield. You've clowned your last. You're yeah. fucked up. You've ruined the whole city. you ruined a birthday party. You gun and your badge now. <laughs> <laughs> Give them to me. So now... Uh, Griswold is no longer an official NYPD officer. Yeah, with anything, that gives you more power. Yeah. Now he operates outside of the law. Yeah. So he goes to see Lotus. And this this might be one of my favorite parts of the film because this is where we realize that Lotus has a monkey butler. Yeah. (laughs) And he know where to find her. His name is Toyota. (laughs) Oh, God. And he admits, I need a little bit of training. What you do for me, Toyota? He sings to the monkey sweetly, as we all would. It's like calling a, a character in Street Fighter Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do such a thing? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's so like, okay, we have the sumo wrestler. What are we going to call him? How about Honda? <laughs> Got it. Perfect. <laughs> he needs a first name. Ed. E. E. Ed. <laughs> That's funny. Edmund. It was Evan. Evan Honda was no, his name. No, it was Edmund. It was Edmund. Edmund? Yeah. I thought it was Evan. No, uh-uh. oh, Edmund? Yeah. I don't know which his is His name more was ridiculous. Edmund Honda? Yeah. yeah. Ed. E. Oh, boy. E. Honda. I oh, mean, that's something. Colloquially known as E. Honda. Yeah, E. Honda. So we have Toyota here. Wow. Who's not a, not, a, not a sumo wrestler and street <laughs> fighter. Oh, uh, no. He's an ape. Yep. He uh, this is uh, he also went on to star in the movie Outbreak. Ah, okay. And I believe Dunstan checks in. And then he went on to star in Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes, he's also the monkey from Friends too. And did you know we had a, a very controversial relationship with Michael Jackson? That's Bubbles. That's who this is. What? Same one. Okay. This ape is. It's kind of like a, a con artist. I it's think. like the bear from. Uh, the bear from the great outdoors, how that bear is in every movie, there's a bear. Yeah, he was okay. in Grizzly Man. He kind of played the villain, I think. <laughs> <laughs> sort of fucked up, if you ask me. <laughs> I think you're thinking of The Revenant. <laughs> St- starring Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> in Ralph Macchio. <laughs> <laughs> what? what the fuck? <laughs> 
Oh, shit. So we've got Lotus and Griswold standing on their heads in order to meditate and hone his powers. Yeah, and she just starts whacking him in the junk. Just cracks him in the dick with a kendo stick. Yeah, with over one of those, and over those again. Sandman kendo sticks there. And she tells him, you're going to separate this rice, but you're not only going to separate it by color, you're also going to count the grains, bitch. <laughs> She just dumps out bags of rice. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll do that because I know where this is leading. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get me laid. I'm willing to do that for you. Yeah. Because well, he, he sees the future. This is one of the Kabuki Man powers that he has. Is he in the future? Knows, I don't think that's right. He knows what's up. The last dragon, he could see the future. He could. So he separates and counts all of this rice into three piles. I believe she says it takes him five hours. <laughs> and she says, what's up, asshole? Kicks it all over. Next time, do it in three. Yeah, and she smacks his dick again. By the way, why is he dressed like a fucking lobster here? Would you like me to explain? Please. He's dressed like a lobster because soon the dragon will dance through the hoop of Jupiter (laughs) and the monkey will ride the jaguar and the tiger will feast upon the nubile. (laughs) The order of the universe will be such that the evil one will reign for eternity. That's why he's dressed like a lobster. That is, that's why. That sounds about right. That's why she's training him. Okay. So, they fight, and she kicks the fuck out of him in front of a car. Yeah, because he's like, I'm out of here. Fuck this shit. He wants to go, but she will not have it because yeah, she, she knows the, the stakes. The she calls it, uh, well, I tried the my my Eastern techniques. How so about we do American style? So she gets the American She way. gets all John Wayne on him. <laughs> Which means she busts out an AR-15. Yeah. And rides in the back of her uh, F-150. With the truck nuts. Pounds of Bud Light. Says, don't tread on me. And pisses on him. All while blasting five-finger death punch. Yes. Yes. A.K.A. the American way. Yeah. Which we're all so proud of. (laughs) Living in America. That's the way it should be, not this bite in America. Or to put it another way, she just pops him in the dick. And he yes. subdues. Dave, about it, he fights back. And Dave, he says, uh, you win. Yep. You win, you win. So uh, they have uh, they have another scene here where she starts talking about a haiku, which is my uh, one of my favorite wrestlers from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Andre the Giant was actually scared of haiku. I remember that. Yes. Andre Giant is also one of my favorite wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the Heenan family. Yeah. So the haiku goes, uh, Greg, I'm sure you had this memorized also. The haiku? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was um, Bird Lotus in the Sky. I can fly twice as high. (laughs) Take a look. It's in a book. (laughs) Reading Rainbow. Why the fuck? What is his name for Reading Rainbow? Lamar uh, Burton? LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton? Oh, God. What the fuck is he doing? And I just found out that he is in the Cameo Word Up video. Is he? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wired up. Uh, He's in the video. That's funny. I'm he's, telling you this because you fucking care. He's a talented yeah. man. Sure is. All right, so back. <laughs> he directed Tales from the Crypt episode, you know. The, which one? I, I'm one? making this which up. The, the, one, the one about rainbows and reading. All right. Uh, all right, so. 
the terror of the rainbow that reads. <laughs> Skittles pop out. <laughs> uh, so Kabuki Man, he uh, he recites this haku uh, a few times, and then uh, I've trans. Did he transform into a Kabuki Man here? Yes. Yeah, the, the haiku is what what teaches him to transform at will. Right. Yeah, so instead of uh, instead of using that little controller the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers use or having Rita turn you into something, he just has to say this a few times. Controller? You mean fucking Power Morpher? Power Morpher, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So we go into what I call a crime-stopping montage where mm-hmm. he kills a man with wasabi. He kills so many people in this montage. He wraps a pimp into sushi. And the hoe. He... Ties up a, a car thief them. with noodles. That uh, that part with the the pimp and hoe that wasn't right. No, they no. just killed him. She Literally, was. She just killed. She just killed him. I yeah. think she she might not have been guilty of much. No, she was a victim, but he no, still chopped. Be, yeah, he chopped them both up into smithereens. Yeah, I think yeah. He, he killed he killed her because he killed the pimp. Yeah. Can't have witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little fucked up when you think about it. Right. Yeah. Lloyd Kaufman, not a fan of New York City I prostitutes. Suppose maybe it, yeah, this was in New York, right? I think prostitution was a crime in New York in, uh, in the early 90s. Crime schmime. It made some good documentaries on HBO, though. <laughs> yeah. Himself uh, <laughs> uh, hose down. Yeah, so he lets the... Uh, but then he lets the crook live. The guy that keeps stealing radios from cars. Yeah, well, he just wraps him up, ties him up. Yeah. I assume the cops found him later. Sure, you let him live, but you kill the hooker, whatever. So he uh, he eventually ends up going after Rembrandt. This is a personal mission. Uh, who is driving a drug truck? Uh, talking about how we got to get this shipment to Tromaville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite the quite the reference right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Lloyd wasn't <laughs> in this scene. Yeah, right. Lloyd really should have been like in the passenger seat. <laughs> We're going to Drummerville. Hey, you guys know doing that, doing about? that goofy look on his face, looking around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything's confusing to me. If I act, uh, if I act like an idiot, you won't think I'm sexually harassing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. I'm not guilty of anything. <laughs> so we get, yeah, uh, we, we got your stick, Lloyd. So this is where we uh, got you pegged. Yep, Rembrandt. Uh, Rembrandt actually runs over Kabuki Man, flattening him out with this uh, the truck. Where it's, uh, it's, uh, he's just completely flattened. Mm-hmm. Also, very mask esh. I love this effect. Oh, me too. Yeah, and he, uh, Undertaker sits up, flattened yep. out, rises up, inflates, and he's back again because he is the mask. Yes. Wow. Like this is the yeah. mask. Like one hundred percent. So he flies. Totally. He flies wow. into the drug church. Uh, he intimidates the thugs like Batman, which I think was awesome. Which is uh, they <laughs> yeah. totally straight up do it. Uh, right. Who are you? And he looks at the camera. I'm good man. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. like kind of like a wink thing. Like yeah. all right, all right. He turns the main thug into hot dogs uh, with a giant Kabuki camera, which I can only assume is just a little bit racist. <laughs> it's a Kodak moment, my you friend. Know, they're doing all the oh, they're doing all like the Japanese oh, stereotypes, okay. so eventually they had to get to like I'm going to take a picture of you. You know oh, that right. that camera was actually a Fuji type of thing you could do <laughs> back in uh, real real Mr. Fuji moment. Okay. Did that back right. in the 90s. But why did he I, I don't know. I feel like it was it was racist but also American because like the whole like the the camera thing was clearly racist, yeah. but the hot dog thing I feel like is like, well, we're going to turn him into something real American well, it's like hot he, dogs. Well, he kept yeah. calling him a weenie. Did you notice that? I forgot about that uh, part. And he goes, I guess I'm a weenie after all. I, I, hot dogs even speak. They also did a gag like this in, uh, in 
Toxic Avenger Part 4. Nah, you got your head up in your ass. He's got his head up his ass. I got my head up my ass. Yeah, and then he, same shit. Toxic Avenger shoved his head through his ass like, eh, I got my head up my ass. <laughs> Turns out trauma sometimes beats you over the head with stupid shit. True. You may have noticed. Again. <laughs> sometimes. Serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we we uh, we get past the thugs. We end up on the roof uh, with a standoff with Rembrandt, who uh, throws a Molotov cocktail at our, our main man. He blocks it with an umbrella. No big deal. But he thrusts this flaming umbrella into one of the henchmen and starts him on fire. I do like that gag. This is cool. Uh, guy, is on, cool. guy on fire on a New York City rooftop you is really, pretty sweet. You can't go wrong with a man on fire. No, you can't. But Rembrandt is not done. He comes back with an RPG. Starts launching fucking grenades. Where the fuck grenades. did that come from? That's where uh, Lotus is up there with Kabuki Man hey. talking about, like, you can fly... Uh, but I don't know how you can handle a grenade to the gut. He's just got it at his disposal. <laughs> and he starts launching grenades. The natural uh, natural response from Kabuki Man and his damsel is, let's fly away. Yep, so they jump backwards. And this is, uh, good God, the editing in this movie sucks. Yeah, this is terrible. Oh, my the God. The flying is really, it's not well done. But, you know, you get the impression. They could have shortened the flying. But what I think is important here is he takes a moment to puke. Upon a couple of lawyers. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Which I think was very important important to Lloyd. I wish that I the... Like, yeah. you know I'm so sucky at these lawyers who are... Uh, they're always making me do these things. These blood-sucking lawyers always going to court because I'm sexual harassing all my actresses. You know what? Let's puke on these lawyers. My name's Lloyd Kaufman. The only one who agrees with me is the blood-sucking lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> But they get puked on. He gets his little. He gets his revenge against the lawyers. And you know, mm. lawyers like that have a kink for that, though. They're oh, like, sure, "Yeah, puke and pee on me, please." Yeah, yeah. So they're into it. And uh, Kabuki Man goes and he kidnaps Snipes from his own church. He raises him up above the city. Says, "I'm gonna fucking drop your ass right on top of the Empire State Building if you don't confess to what yeah. you've been up to." Yeah, or I'm gonna drop you in between these here twin towers. <laughs> I'm going to throw you in one. You're going to bounce off and just play Pong the whole way down. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. It's, yeah, okay. (laughs) So he gets gets a confession from Snipes and then goes home for a victory Snipes was just like, I haven't been paying taxes all these years. (laughs) Yep. Sorry. (laughs) I took the low road, guys. A little bit, yeah. It's all right. Uh, So he uh, confesses to everything. Uh, Finger Stewart. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, Kabuki Man gets it all on tape. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then he, he goes home for a victory bang with Lotus. Yes. Yeah, kind of weird how that happens. I would have still killed him. Yeah, yeah, he no, he kind of yeah. just lets him go. Oh, yeah, I think he's, I done. Yeah. he's just I done for the You have no problem killing a hooker and a pimp. Yeah, I would have just dropped yep. him at that point. Yeah. So we, I would have loved the gag to have something actually go through his ass through his mouth. <laughs> that would have been fun. Yeah. There, there's actually kind of a surprisingly uh, small amount of like gore effects in this movie. There is. And shit. Yeah, there's not that much shit in here either. No. This is this is a comedic drama film, not a not disgusting a one. <laughs> so uh we we cut to a scene where Stuart is admiring basically his whole setup of the prophecy. He's created the scene for the prophecy. Yep. He has a captive tiger, he has a jaguar, he has a monkey, 
and I th- I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere in the background Joe Exotic was smoking crack and firing a gun. Uh, you know that, that these I, now I didn't do any research on where these tigers came from, but I wonder if they're from that fucking guy with the ponytail. I think they were wrangled. And uh, yeah, like I, I I wonder if this guy had anything. Who was the guy from Tiger King that had the ponytail? Stavios. That was it Joe was- Exotic. No, not Joe, not Joe Exotic, the other guy. No, it was, it was Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, I don't think, had anything to do with trauma. I, but the other guy was the guy that like would always lend his shit out to Hollywood and stuff. Oh, yeah, Joe Exotic. Ah, Jesus Christ, Greg. All right, keep going. <laughs> he might so, be right. Was... Kabuki Man returns home to find Rembrandt in bed instead of his love interest, Lotus. Yeah, oh, and thank God we finally... There was one thing I was worried about was not seeing Lotus naked. Yeah. Because I'm like, the only tits we're going to see were the ones that are <laughs> like... I was worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you like... <laughs> Weren't you? No. I the whole mean, time I'm like, are we con- not going to see her naked? Considering like... Who did his movie? Yeah, I was. Did you, did you like, had anxiety about it while you're watching it? I I, 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 am I, am I seriously it? the only one that thought this? What am I going to do if no, she keeps I was her wait, clothes no, on? I, I was waiting for it to. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. When I was watching that movie, Lucky, the, the lead actress had great tits. And okay, the whole I'm time. I'm actually surprised that you like were waiting for it in that movie. I mean, I've seen I was. It, I've seen I, the I, movie it, before. It is, it is 2021, and that doesn't happen a lot nowadays. It's upsetting. Okay. I mean, I, I, when I first saw the movie, I, I don't think I assumed that she would become naked at any point. When I first saw the movie, it was it was the, the TV version of it. So yeah. when I, I this is the first time watching like the actual like unrated version, and I'm like, man, is she not going to be naked? I mean, and then we got her naked, and I'm like, God, she did She doesn't seem like the type of character that would do that. <laughs> but she I, does. I, yeah, I mean, she I, does, I, and it's great. I didn't think so, but whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, he gets a sorry. I didn't mean to derail us there. My love for boobs. Uh, so, yeah, he gets back in bed, and it is Rembrandt in there waiting for him. And they yes. fight. And they fuck. And we learn that Kabuki Man actually loses his powers without a woman's love. Mm-hmm. This is something we did not know before. Yeah, but he, like, just got laid. Don't you think he would be at his all-time, like, like his most power, right? Post not clarity? Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, unless that's the thing. He nutted and lost his power. But uh, Rembrandt does call him a, what was the word we were using before? Fudgicle. A fudgicle? Yes. He calls him a fudgicle, and he's like, you got no powers without your woman around. Yeah. Um, However, Griswold transforms. This is a little little real also. He turns back into an NYPD cop. Yeah. And says, I don't need powers. Do you have the right to remain silent? (laughs) Because I might just accidentally shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you say can be used against you. In the court of law. He doesn't really even bother finishing it. He just no, shoots, he him, just in the shoots, shoots him right in the head. Yeah. For a second there, I thought Rembrandt was something supernatural because he, he was standing right. there staring at him. Yeah, yeah like a and vampire like, or something. Yeah. yeah, I got real Fright Night vibes. Yeah, he's just yeah. a dude. And then he teeters over and dies. Yeah, it turns mm. out Griswold never really got that sensitivity training. No. And he just blasts him in the None skull. of them fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shoot first, ask questions never. But then the great thing is, just to lighten up the moment... Uh, my best friend Toyota the monkey shows up in a little top hat, <laughs> and he says, "I'm gonna help you track down Lotus because she got kidnapped." But it's a good thing she trained me so well. Yeah, and she's got this bra here. Take a sniff of this, and we'll sniff her out. Yep, we'll go find her. Because apparently, Kabuki Man's power is also s- <laughs> sniffing out boobs. He's a hound dog. That's what he is. So it turns out, isn't he? Stewart had Lotus tied up by the tiger cage the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And he takes a moment to mention that. 
Soon the dragon will dance through the hoop of Jupiter. The monkey will ride the jaguar. And the tiger will feast on the nubile. The order of the universe will be such that the evil one will reign for eternity. This ending sucks. Yeah, it does. It really, yeah. just it really, falls apart. it really kind of falls apart oh, here. The ending sucks. There's a lot of a this. <laughs> oh, come on, Will, Will. you are correct. <laughs> come on, I, I, this ending sucks. It's it's yep. so fast, and they spent so much time on. Uh, yep, Griswold takes a moment to kind of solid snake his way through some of Stuart's henchmen with the <laughs> monkey as his friend. He eventually just goes AK-47 crazy, rescues Lotus. Uh, Toyota holds up Stuart. Toyota easily gives up his gun while distracted by some jingling keys, and Bender arrests Stuart from behind. In the commotion, Felicia gets eaten by a tiger. Thus, yep. the tiger feasts on the nubile, and Stuart morphs into the evil one. Yes. Yeah, and they... Uh, the, like a fucking larvae or something like that? The, ga- the gags were really fucking cool here. I did enjoy that a lot. Yeah, originally, uh, he, he starts off looking a little bit like a toxic mask hybrid. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, same thing Same thing with those trauma tra- uh, uh, transformation things. Yep. They get really wet. Then he kind of looks like a giant caterpillar for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, uh, the only way I could describe his final form was... Uh, creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula. He looked suspiciously yeah, okay. like the devil from uh, Toxic Avenger Part 2. Yeah. Or was okay. it 3? I don't even fucking know. And he rises oh. from from the mush with uh, two heads in his hands, which I know you're going to hate me for this, but they both look like Hitler. And he just they makes do. them fucking start yeah, making out. There it reason. is. Yeah, there it fucking is. There's our obligatory Hitler reference. Yeah, there's, the wee, Hitler, there's, 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 there's the Hitler hands, and then there's, for, for some odd fucking reason, there's like a, a, a face penis. Yeah. We're going to have that. And he takes this <laughs> yeah. moment to Hopefully. recite the prophecy that the dragon will... <laughs> Jesus oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, it's a scream in the microphone. <laughs> the dragon will dance with you. Jupiter, the monkey will ride the jaguar. The tiger will feast on the new bile. The order of the universe will be such that the evil one will reign for it. <laughs> and he points to the stars as if they are an astronomical chart to show us all how it's working. And he says, see... It's just like at the planetarium. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. Yeah, and I don't know. Something happens where Kabuki Man ends up just saving the day. Yep, Kabuki Man fights him. Actually, what actually saves the day is... Uh, oh, Toyota! Lotus stops Toyota from driving the Jaguar. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there it is, everyone. The big gag is is that it wasn't a cat. It was a car. It was a monkey in a car. Yes. Yep. The whole time. There and you go. How she- they could afford a Jaguar in this movie... Let's just thank the Japanese for that. Yep, she pulls him out of the car. It explodes. The day is saved by Lotus, and Griswold is unsuspended by Bender. And everybody gets laid. Lotus and Kabuki She loves to dance. She loves to sing. She loves a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) So hold tight. Hold tight. Any way you want it, that's that's the the way you need it. Yeah, so there it is. Kabuki Man ends the same way Caddyshack ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fly around New York City uh, and crash eventually. And it's <laughs> yeah, there funny. you have it. This movie spawned no fucking sequels, but as we mentioned before, Kabuki Man does make a few appearances in Troma. He's fucking great. He's great. I'm pissed that there isn't a sequel. Okay. I would. I would like more. I would like more of this. I would like uh, a. I, I would like a dirtier. Uh, version of Kabuki Man. I hey, feel Lloyd, like get off your stupid pervert ass and make another one. Yeah, make it really perverted. Get some more shit puke in it too. Get me some more tits. Yeah, a little poop. Yeah, uh, and let's make it happen. Okay. I would love a new. Po- uh, I would love a new Kabo- Kabuki Man. Dude, I'm that gonna- whole trauma treatment. 
Yeah, I'm going to give it uh, uh, Kabuki Man four out of five scaries. All right. What about you, Greg? Oh, this one, uh, this one's near and dear to my heart. I'm going to have to go with the old five out of five. Okay, you've given you've given like the past like five movies five out of five. He's very liberal with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're right about that. I feel like you kind of are. We might have to listen back to some of the old episodes to really verify that. I mean. oh, 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 shit. Uh, Will, how do you feel about this one? Two. I hated this fucking movie. What did you hate about it? Everything. Hey, Will. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. Well. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I I love it that like like Will. Will just let's just come out and say it. You just don't like trauma. No, it's not that I like trauma because like, like I don't think you like Japanese people. Oh wow! Oh. I think, wow! <laughs> I think that's what this means. I think that's what you're insinuating. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what? I'm not. I'm done. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Classic racism. <laughs> Some people just don't get into the kabuki theater. I'm afraid. No. Nope. Wow. Okay. No. No. Nope. The appreciation well, for the arts. I hate all do. those Godzilla movies too. You know what? I love Lily Lily High. Who's that? You know who she is. No. You know what genre she's from. Who? Kabuki theater actress Lily Tai. Lily Tai. Is she, uh, uh, am I going to have to go to X videos to check this out? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Is that the one where uh, we were watching on that e-fucked website where her butthole fell out? Oh, God, no. No, not her. No, it wasn't her. Because she was Asian. Is that the one with all the the gummy worms? No, no, not that one. (laughs) Not that one. Um... Uh, yeah, uh, so that's how we felt about Kabuki Man. Why don't we pass it off to our dear friends uh, over at the Slasher Podcast? Yeah. Uh, Slashers. Guys, you fucking loved it, didn't you? Well, Slashers, tell us about Kabuki Man. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Kabuki Man, son. <laughs> I just about to record it. <laughs> This is Slashers, or at least five minutes of it, on loan from your friends at Damn That Scary. My name is Jake, and with me, as always, are my esteemed colleagues, co-hosts, and cohorts, Adam and Doug. Say your name so people know who you are. Hey, folks, this is Adam. Hope you're having a squishy day. Hey, this is Doug. So we are strangers in a strange land here on Damn That Scary, but nothing stranger and scarier, I guess, than Kabuki Man, which I had offered like 15 theses on race theory to my colleagues. And I was like, I have to do it. And Adam's like, no, don't do it. I'm like, I have to do it. We have to talk about the racial element. And so here it is. This movie is racist. How racist is for you to decide? If you can justify it, it's for you to decide. If it's equally racist towards whites and blacks and Asians, it's for you to decide. But you have to acknowledge that it's racist and we can move on. I just, it has to be said. If you want, you can go on YouTube and you can find a two minute like sizzle for what would have been a Kabuki Man animated series. And you know what it did? It made me realize that Double Dragon, that cartoon, racist as fuck. So that's all I'm going to say on the topic. Let's move on. That's my one talking point, gentlemen. What did you guys think of Kabuki Man? My first time seeing it, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely that zany kind of racism that goes in all directions. So yeah, but. Other than that, it's it's weirdly fun. It's very tame for trauma, but I I, I say it's like trauma's blank man. Yes, great. That's example. that's where I'm at. <clears throat> exactly. You know, it's fun. I I liked it. I would recommend at least checking it out. Might not be for everybody, but I had a blast of a time with it. This is a guilty pleasure movie. This is not one that you necessarily want front and center on your shelf. But like, if you can access it streaming whenever, and nobody has to know that you can access it streaming. 
It's a great time. Exactly. Yeah, this has never been one of my favorite trauma films. But what I can say is that since I held off on seeing it for so long, when I finally got around to see it, I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as I imagined. Because you watch the trailer, it's just, it's kind of cringy. Like, just the trailer, they give everything away. And even Lloyd, too, like when he does his little uh, DVD intros, the Kabuki Man will pop up. He's like, get the fuck out of here, Kabuki Man. No one gives a shit about you. Marginalizing again, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, after Jake showed me that cartoon for the Kabuki Man series, is it culturally appropriated? No, but you want to know what? It's a good time, and uh, it's actually not as much racist as Dr. Seuss books, but, you know, if, if you're definitely looking for a good popcorn flick, this is definitely going to, you know, appease that appetite. This is Tromus Tamus. The reason it's a little tame is because uh, Lloyd was trying to do some stuff with cartoon promotion and Namco, thus leaving it to be in this weird limbo of tame trauma. I think a lot of people don't get it. This movie is very satirical of its time. It's a satirical of other movies. American Ninja. I mean, I could summarize 80s action in one word. Ninja. It was all over the place. So yes, there's a, the racial element towards Asians, but there's also the pushback against white people. You guys are so tacky. You guys just take one thing and just abuse it. And so that's fun. Let me ask you, racism is dated for sure, but this is the thing that dates the movie the most. A dude gives Kabuki Man $1 and tells him to buy a cup of coffee. Where the fuck are you buying a cup of coffee for a dollar? That stuff is GMO. It's going to give you butt cancer if it's only a dollar. Well, you know, you got to make ends meet with their, for that one. They're a dollar back in the 90s. That's um, that's still not too bad because it was the minimum wage, still seven twenty five in the 90s. Serious. So, you know, Kabuki Man could still afford it. But but it's Lloyd Kaufman that did it, too. So I feel like he's such a progressive person, even on his Instagram. So it's like I can't hold any faults. I guess that's just kind of a it's a bizarre world. You know what it is? It's metadata. So you say Sergeant Kabuki Man's racist, that's going to go down to metadata, maybe cancel Sergeant Kabuki Man. Hey, more money for, uh, you know, streaming rights. <laughs> that's the point I made about Black Christmas, about the new Jeepers Creepers. Your indignation and your proselytization on the, the Sermon on the Mount on your Facebook and social media is only helping them. Like, there's no such thing as bad press, especially in search terms. So every time you get on your pulpit, you're like, oh, this is wrong. This is a bastardization. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. And you're only making studios more money. So if you want to hit them where it hurts, shut the fuck up. Exactly. And another thing I'd like to say, too, uh, what, what kind of built me back in to Sergeant Kabuki Man was uh, the bad guy at the end. So, you know, with Troma, you get your cartoony bad guys, but this guy's like a mix of uh, Big Ronnie from the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> uh, with the, t You know, that's what he reminded me of. And then he's also in Toxic Avenger Part 4. He's the uh, abortion doctor. <laughs> yeah. What Troma is just so good at doing is they take something like this that is just like blatantly racist, but they put it through their lens and it's just this level of satirization that brings it back to, I don't want to say that it's appropriate, but it makes it watchable. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't feel mean spirited. We talk about that on our show when it comes to like violence and acts of violence, like there's cheekiness, there's fun, but there's also stuff that just makes you feel dirty. Like this is not the dirty. This is just like, Oh, this is clearly wrong. But I'm kind of grinning. It's like playground humor, not even like locker room humor. Yeah. It's like playground humor, like elementary. That's why I don't feel it as like, like, oh, there's big race. Thing. It's just like, eh, you know, it, it's a product of its time. And, you know, people aren't actually like, you know, the whole Sergeant Kabuki Mon son. And I mean, hey, if, if it ever pops up in Jeopardy, you know, there is a, a way for six. What movie is 16 bit sushi or a pyro projectile parasols, you know, <laughs> so it left something in, in terms of the film world. <laughs> and I also like he ends up being the butt of the joke when he's the clown. I think that's a huge element, because here's the thing. You remember in the mask? That's Loki's mask. 
He's not mm-hmm. culturally appropriating the Norse. I'm just saying. It's a very mm-hmm. valid point. Bam. And with that valid point, that was your five-minute minute slashers review. You know where to find us, slashers pod fucking everywhere. We're looking forward to the rest of Troll March. Well, there you have it. Well, that was unexpected. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was unexpected. (laughs) Maybe it was. Maybe it was expected. (laughs) Let's see what happens. Guys, if you... If you enjoyed, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely go back and check out some of our uh, our past catalog. There, I think we're at uh, what is this episode thirty one right 31, now? Yeah. Uh, obviously, subscribe to us, like us, follow us, all that shit. Check us out on uh, on Instagram at what are we at? Damn that scary pod. Check us out on Facebook at Damn that scary. Check us out on Twitter at Damn that scary. Send us an email at damnthatscarypod at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns. Um, whatever you guys want us to review, we do that shit too. Micah um, 42069. Yes. <laughs> so I haven't popped that one out there in a while. No, a man. I was hoping that would like You guys remember. I know the fans remember. <laughs> that's going to be around forever. 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 Uh, oh, and uh, one more thing, guys, uh, b- before we let you go here. The Slashers podcast, we are going to continue this month uh, collaborating with them, bringing you these trauma reviews. Uh, but uh, there's something I want to let our fans know is that um, if you check out, let's see, if you let them Slasher Boys know you found, okay, if you found Slashers through us, I'm sorry, I'm reading this backwards. Okay. Uh, if you found the Slashers podcast through us, let them know, and they'll send you a Patreon bonus episode for free. They, they'll they send you a free t-shirt, I think. Whoa. 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 I don't think that, no, it's, that's it's, not, it's, that's not it's, what they said. It's on the air, now they have to do it. No, that's not what they said at all. No, 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 no. No, the last thing I fucking need is for them to say the same shit about us and we don't have t-shirts. And we're we're scrambling like gluing shirts together. We can see out some poster stamps. I start sending out my old shirts. <laughs> with guys, armpit stains you guys want some frankie feather, feathers merch you know where to come yep i have cut off t-shirts so that's all i got <laughs> all my t-shirts <laughs> i cut the sleeves off of too because i'm i guess what you call a dick i don't yeah. know i uh, in closing greg love each other and as always <laughs> care for another yes and more importantly Ah, shit, it's 47 degrees outside? For free t-shirts, talk to the Slashers podcast. <laughs> 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 Guys, uh, on behalf of uh, Greg and Will, I'm Micah. Keep it spooky. Damn, that's scary. Alright guys, we've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours, and if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography, we're gonna have to come up with a plan. Hey, why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa, doors, like an exit door. Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Hold on a second, these doors are labeled. This one says Dracula on it. And this one says Beware Zombies. That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Tough call. Mm. I got an idea. On three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, One, two, two, three. three.
Damn, that's scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn, that's scary. New episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.